Live from Vanadio. Limit Break Radio. With your hosts, Ann Nero, Kahlo, Sale, and Gamer. Welcome to the next level. LimitBreakRadio.com. Welcome to Limit Break Radio. I, of course, am one of your hosts, Aniro, and I am a campaign addict. And I'm Kahlo, kicking it from behind. <laughs> I'm Sale, reaching for the stars and shattering them. And unfortunately, we don't have Gamer with us today. <laughs> Shut up, Juxa. Down, boy. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he had to take off early. It's uh, it's around the holidays, so uh, you know it was time for him to uh, to take off. And 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 despite what Juxta will say, he fell into no. You had nothing no. to do with it. Problem, shall we say? <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm sure yeah. he did. Not enough problems to leave his mic behind for you to use. Yeah, so uh, joining us we have um, Juxta. You, yeah, you get a mic, but I'm not. I'm not going to turn it on. Like you can sit not. in front of it all you want. It's I'm, not going to. I'm in the host seat. I am host. <laughs> no. no. I, I am no. in position. We gave you. We gave you your own. <laughs> we Just. gave you your own. Your own segment, so you can do whatever the hell you want there. Ooh, yeah. 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 I remember that. What should I do next? Oh no. You know what? Okay. All right. No. Uh, <laughs> joining us this week, we have Dash Knocker from the Ferry Server. Dash, we all know you very well from our Voices of Vain Deal segment. Always got great information, so uh, looking forward to the show today. Dash, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Great, great. All right, so it's been a while, and first of all, I got to apologize because this episode is probably going to be released sometime around the Nelia episode, which still... As as of recording this episode has not been released. Um, I, I made a I made yeah I made a little front page note about this. Um, there were two things that really affected uh, what uh, the the production of, of the episode. Um, the first being uh, I've I've been extremely busy. Um, I've actually had other projects on my editor, so it's been really difficult. You know, when you're when you're trying to actually do do projects, um, you know, uh, with the program that you need to do the show. So that was the first big problem, and um, the the second problem was well, not problem, but the second thing was uh, Fan Fest, and uh, we we had the show, we did it, we recorded it about two weeks before Fan Fest, and I went and I edited like a bunch of it, and then I forgot that I didn't do some signal process. And I did it, and didn't even think about it. Anyway, I screwed it up basically. That, that's, for those of us who don't understand radio talk, yeah, I, I screwed. I, I screwed it up, and basically, it would be like listening to the show if you were in a fishbowl. And that, that's kind of what it sounded like. And, and so um, we figured that we'd go back and actually re, uh, re-edit the episode. So uh, hopefully, hopefully um, you know, you guys have enjoyed that. So this, this is coming out about the same time. Um, yeah, and we, we really do apologize for the delay. Uh, but, uh, but you know what? The, the, I, I hope that the FanFest show is made up for it because uh, that was a lot of fun for me. That was, going, out to, going out to California for, uh, for FanFest was a ton of fun and yeah I, I i hope you guys had as much fun uh listening to the shows as i had going out there what was it like meeting spaz's mom um amazing god 
damn it. I know. I'm yeah, going now. I got a hug. Hey, coming. dude, I got a hug, man. I got a hug. That was for me, though. I know. It was okay. from you, but hey, I, I received it. Spaz's Four. mom, if you can hear me, you better be there next year because I'm coming. Hopefully, Spaz and Spaz's mom will be there. We can get, yeah, we can get, the, we can get the dynamic wanna, duo. I don't want to take them both out for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> You know that sounds more creepy than I think you meant it to be. Oh man, yeah, but uh, but of course, yeah. A fan fest was an amazing experience, and you guys are coming next year. I'm making you go because it's going to be a blast. I'll uh, have money was, next year. Uh, cool. Will you? Because I'll be like that in turn, and we'll be. Paying <laughs> money. Uh, no. All uh, right. Yeah, because because we get paid, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, good joke. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, now that my mood has been thoroughly thrashed, you know, can we move on. I, you know, I don't know where he is, but we're supposed to have our second intern uh, with us today. Um, oh, we mentioned him. We mentioned him on the last show, but that, that Hume from yeah, San yeah, area. E- Erufalian. Yeah, uh, he's uh, he's supposed to be. I don't know where he is though. I told a dude. I told him to be here at eight o'clock, and he's he's still just like not even here. Well. In my book, it's probably better than Juxta camping outside our door every day. Is uh, it, yeah, right. Is uh, is, I don't know. Is he still upstairs? Like, is, um, was, was he upstairs? Oh, Jux, I can go check. Oh, we or... have an assignment for you. <laughs> ah. You don't really need anyone besides me, so there's no point. Juxta, Juxta, you've got a quest. <laughs> <laughs> <What's the reward? laughs> um, uh, you get a new reward? red mage exclusive spell. <laughs> open the door. You open the door before you go that. through it. <laughs> that almost looked painful. Totally worth it, though. <laughs> totally worth it. I wonder how much of the show we can get out of the way before he comes oh. back. Oh, all right. Um, now I, I know that we, again we haven't we haven't been around for a little bit, so uh, we got some personal updates to go through. And uh, Kyle, why don't we start with you? All right. Well, uh, first and foremost, I've definitely added a lot of new gear to my arsenal. Uh, I got my Blau Dolch after someone doubted me. Congrats! Um, and it's it's amazing. It, it's everything I thought it would be and more. Is it? Uh huh. Got myself a brutal earring. Oh, I hate you. Those double attacks are so noticeable. Yeah. Uh, I have a forager's mantle, which I didn't buy that. Um, I procured it through other means. Thief 75, please check it. Somebody and check their house and make sure it's not missing. Yeah, yeah. If you own a forager's mantle, um, you might want to double check your inventory. Only because I know that, that, that uh, I'll get chewed out if I don't. Thank you, scene. Ah, ah okay. Now, it, now, you, now uh, the puzzle pieces yeah, come together. Yep. Okay. Um, following in sales footsteps at uh, Black Mage 65. Ah, congrats. Mm-hmm. Although I have to put it on hold for a while because uh, it's finally getting to the point where I can't manage with a ninja sub because my MP pool isn't big enough. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He's still soloing. I know. LOL, Elvon, Roth. <laughs> um, and uh, I've also completed Sandaoria rank 10, and I. Rank six in Bastock, so oh, wow. uh, yeah, um, it's uh, it's pretty cool. So you've been That's up to a lot. Uh, sale, sale. How about you? What have you been up to recently? <laughs> this is what happens when you take your eyes off of me for two seconds. Well, let's see. I got up to Bastock rank seven. I'm now on seven two, waiting for that evil BCNM. 
Thieves. Oh, it's not evil. It's so easy. I bet just Thief 75 can solo it. It's oh, so let's easy. see how yeah. many people are from the stock still. But, but you only, look, you only need two other people. I, I guarantee you. I'm I, looking I tr- right I at you. I tree I'm looking right at you. You it's said you're going to help me. I know I said I was going to help you, but I lie. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. <laughs> you watch me solo it for you when I get to 7-2 sale. Uh, yeah, right. Um, I've sold almost every other. Well, not solo. I mean, well, well, see, see. Okay, I, here's here's why I don't think you can solo because I think there's six, six. No, uh, there's there's quite a few uh, quadev in there, and I don't think that you'd be able to sleep them all. Perfect I think I'll see. I, I mean, I mean, I mean, you know, the sleep bolts thing may mm-hmm. work if it's a couple, a couple. Uh, but there's, I think there would be too many for you to manage. That, I'm just being we'll honest. We'll see. All right. All right. Well, we'll gather everybody that day. Anyway. All right. All right. Fine. Fine. We'll see. Game on. All right. <laughs> during my update. Okay. All right. More. I um, also happened to get Sky Access. That was fun. Congratulations. Camlinel does not like me at all. Yeah, you didn't like me during that fight <laughs> either. But I, you know, I was level fifty-five. I was level fifty-five <laughs> when I fought him. So. And then the biggest news of all. As of oh, last night, I finally beat Mott. Congratulations! So, are you at seven? Are you at seventy or seventy-one? Seventy. Seventy. Right on! Congratulations! That's awesome. <laughs> like I said, take your eyes off me for two seconds and look what happens. That's that's fantastic. All right. Well, we're gonna have to have a big celebration when he gets to seventy-five. By the way, okay. In fact, you know what? I, I got I got I got a question. Is Arjit still a seventy-five? Is he seventy-five? Speaking of which, he he has jumped back on the the treadmill as we call it, and he's 74, 20k to next level. So if you hurry, Sale, you might actually be able to even beat Arjit there. Yeah. I, I, but we all know how slow he is. So, I mean, come on. Well, I have something that's holding me back. I'm waiting for somebody special. We're staticking all the way mm. to 75. Oh, okay, cool. If all I right. don't, if I beat Arjit, I beat Arjit. If I don't, I don't. I, I, way, I still, you know what, you know, I, I, I put 10K on sale. <laughs> I was actually uh, watching him party the other day, and um, I, I think we can give a a little congrats to Arjit. He, I think it was a 576 Vorpal Blade. That's like wow. a high for him. Yeah, I know. Congratulations to him. Uh, uh, that's um, one, one, really pitiful. good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should I mention how much I started doing? I'll like, show him. <laughs> uh, no, we don't want to make him look too bad. I mean, come on. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so uh, Dash, what have you been doing recently? Um... Homework. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Yeah, yeah. I think we all we've been doing our fair share of that as well. And it's over finally. Uh, I think the biggest, uh, the most recent. Oh, guys, oh, 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 oh. Guys, God damn it! Oh, hey. uh, I couldn't find him. <sighs> so you failed your quest. No spell no, for no, you. I, I I hit the triple question mark and there was nothing there. No cutscene. Sorry, no and <laughs> no and no. water ga for you. Water <laughs> This is stupid. Epically fails it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, where the hell is he? Seriously, I'm just hoping he didn't click on a triple question mark that spawned something really evil and he left it somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not the one who hired him, so don't look at me. I, I, I honestly, I, I don't know where the hell. 
great. We're de- we're sh- <laughs> short an intern. Never never thought that this would actually be a problem. I guess it's not. I make up for everyone else. I am. Three Shut up! I own three interns. I'm good. Where is Ga- okay? True, seriously, Gamer was uh, able to keep him shut up. Yeah, well, this is true. Gamer's a new. I miss Gamer. <laughs> well, what about Just you, Annie? Ten. What have you been doing over the past couple weeks? Oh man, um, campaigns, lots and lots and lots of campaign. Um, I'm it, already sick of the music, and I've never even taken place. <laughs> um, yeah, no, seriously, that's that's really all. Yeah. I mean, since uh, since coming back from the from the fan festival, which I have to say was uh, was totally fun and totally awesome. I, I can't I cannot say enough about it. It was so much fun, and you guys, I swear, you get, I'm making I'm, I'm I'll I'll. No, I'll sneak you in my luggage if I have to. You guys are coming next year. All right, it's great. Okay, and for those that didn't go, you should go. You should really consider going. It's really excellent. Okay, okay, all right. Anyway, because <laughs> I can't shut up about fan festival. No, so, you can't. Um, so since uh, Wings of the Goddess was released, uh, I, I've been spending a lot of times in the new zones, uh, checking out all of the expansion has to offer, and uh, the majority of that. Circles around campaign. Now um, they they did outline the system for us before you know b- before we actually got to have hands on with it. We didn't have any hands on with it at uh, at FanFest, um, but I think that this is a, a really fantastic addition to the game. And here's why: because um, I- I've been really busy recently, like like really busy. Like in my personal life, uh, I-, I have just had almost no time to sit down and do anything. Uh, in game but uh if it weren't for campaigns i would actually i would have been sitting around doing nothing because i would i didn't have time you know what i mean but with campaigns i was it was easy to to jump on for like 30 45 minutes however much free time i had and you know get a get a bunch of xp for for doing a really fun event and let's face it campaign is absolutely so much fun i mean it's it's like besieged besieged is epic besieged was epic but not like campaign epic mm-hmm. campaign epic is when you get like three waves of like beastmen coming at you and it's just like it lasts for like an hour and a half and by the end it's like yes that was so much fun um but it, it's it's really nice to see a large-scale cooperative system that everyone can participate in and and and, and it, some people will say it's just for high levels it's really not i mean it's it, it's it's for however many levels can participate in besieged you can participate in campaign pain um if you're a mage a mage of any level can really come and participate in campaign and be able to walk away with it with um you know a decent a decent amount of uh experience and the best part too is if you're dead when it's over you still get the experience and allied notes and you don't lose xp Mm -hmm. Uh, so it's it's just a constantly good and fun way to gain xp and um as a result of that i've actually capped out my xp something that i never ever thought that I would ever do. Feels nice, doesn't it? It does it does kind of feel nice. What? What do you want? I have a question. What? Can you ding if you're dead? 
after you get raised. Yeah, after you get raised, actually. That's, I, I, that's I don't point. know if it actually does the the animation though, because I got a merit with. And it didn't those, get. Yeah, and it, it didn't give me an. Yeah, yeah. You I want to level up when I'm dead. Yeah, it's if. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you're li- your corpse is lying there, and you suddenly get this this you know the 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 golden <laughs> energy exactly. Whoops, we forgot. He's kind of dead. Um, um, pack up the pack up the instruments. We're out of here. <laughs> but uh, but really, I, it, I I think that that's a really fantastic addition to the game. I've been having a lot of fun with it. Um, in fact, I I mean, really, like when I do sit down to actually play and do something, I just end up doing campaign for like three or four hours. Ani, what? How much do you get for being Essie's poster boy? And of course, we'll have more on campaign and on a later, more dedicated episode. <laughs> yeah, um, like but, 10 but let's not. From but, now. But, but seriously, no, no, no. Seriously, um, let's. But it's it's so deep. I mean, you got the campaign right. yeah, ops. We, you we got. Know. We know. <laughs> we Honey, know. Stop. We've done it. This is Dash Knocker's episode. That's a good update, I think. Yeah. Is there anything else you've been doing? No. no okay. <laughs> now, uh, I know you guys are going to yell at me for this. But Juxta has actually been pulling his weight uh, recently in in Vanadiel, so uh, I think that maybe today he. I highly bit, doubt that. A little I bit of an update, Juxta. I highly doubt that. Tur- tur- turn his mic on. Let. I get. <laughs> You're responsible for this. No, it's a good one. Okay. Hello, hello. <laughs> I hear oh myself. dear lord. Okay, for my uh, for my update. I have, what have I been doing? I've been leveling, I've been doing some quests. You're, uh, you're what level now? I, as of right now, I am 53. So I, I've been wow, really... 50. There he is! You're late, buddy. This is the guy? Oh. You're late. Yeah. Hi, Arrow. <laughs> uh, by the way, um, what smells in here? You smell on? Seriously? That smells good. Uh, yeah. That's kind of... Said, uh... Uh, anyway, um... Do you... Uh, what are you... <laughs> we can eat in here? No! No, we can't eat in here. What are you doing? I'm sorry. <laughs> I want to... I woke up in the goons. I don't remember anything. <laughs> really? But I have my crab egg right now. <laughs> I'm a damsel fly worm. I have no idea. I think you need to get that checked out. Are you having Are you having blackouts? I mean, is this something serious? Give him a mic. Give him like a little. Oh, okay, all right. Introduce himself. All right. Um. By the way, what? we want Update. to n- n- oh, oh, shut yeah. up. Oh, Morris, shut, shut him off. Shut him off. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'd never bad. ask. <laughs> you already wrecked my office. <laughs> you have an office. All right. All right. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I gave him an office. I want I an for, office. You don't get an office. I tried to give you an office, and look what you did to it. It's, liter- it's literally in an old Victrola. You don't want it. <laughs> very little room. No view. <laughs> I tried to give you the box, and no, what happened to that? Where did that go? I got rid of that. Oh, you. Oh, thank you. I also got rid of all the stools in the office. You can't get out. <laughs> <laughs> I like this guy. Mm-hmm. I also put up child guard gates, too, so you don't fall down on the stairs or anything. I basically juxtaproof the whole office. I don't remember doing that either, but apparently that's what I did in my shroom haze. 
Uh, go ahead and uh, introduce yourself, Uru. Well, I'm Uru Fallon from Odin. I'm an 18th level warrior stuck in the dunes. I'm sorry. Sometimes I think <laughs> this is also <laughs> this is uh, this is also our our new intern. Um, for those of you who uh, haven't been able to put two and two together, um, yeah, uh, Iru, welcome to the staff. I know that you uh, weren't here last time either, uh, which is also inexplicable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and Where? do you have excuse at all for for those times? Yeah, what happened well, to the last yeah. time? Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> I know that there are other kinds of mushrooms besides sleepy shrooms because I'm telling you what, Bastok was just this whirlwind of gray. <laughs> you were in Bastok? We got a Moogle transport in Sandioria. Ah. Uh, yeah. so I can go to whatever city I want, but I cannot teleport back. That's, a, that's, a, that's apparently oh, an addition uh, for the campaign you mode. You can actually. Yeah. yeah. No, there's, there's Moogles in all three nations for if you're a Sandiorian in nationality, you can go to any three nations from to any be of them. Fair, well, no, well, no, I it's not. It, not I could have not run through all the gust. I could have <laughs> not run to the upper portion of Gustaberg. Notice, hey, I can't get down from the falls <laughs> because I can't equip a base jumping parachute. <laughs> so I got to go all the way around. This is true. <laughs> okay, so. Um, I was, I totally lost my train of thought. <laughs> it must be catching. Beehive <laughs> uh, chips, those profits are gone. <laughs> oh, so now we have somebody with a sh- with a um, mushroom thing, just like the curry. Oh, I actually, I have a new it's thing everywhere. now. Um, you guys have seen the sprites and the pixies in, in the new areas, right? Yeah. Have you tasted them? They're what? like they're like pixie sticks. What? Yeah, every time I see them, though, I gotta lick them as I walk by. You know? What? And, 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 and they don't aggro either, so it's okay. They usually just show, throw you a cure. You know what? I actually have a similar problem with pierogos. What I hear. Yeah. You haven't tried the toads in the new areas, have you? No, I, I haven't. Somebody I haven't. get me out of here! <laughs> Apparently seen aggro, or didn't aggro, but hit one of them, <laughs> and like ten of them showed up. <laughs> it was Bathlaw remnants all over again. Oh man, you know what? I'm gonna have to hit one so ten of them come up, and then I'll just be golden for a while. <laughs> That'll be great. Hey, Iru, I got an idea for later, oh, man. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. Focus. We're doing an episode here. Come on. Uh, Let's get our game on. Come on. Focus. All right, all right, okay. all right. Fine, fine, fine. Here I'm too okay. scared to continue. <laughs> Just take a deep breath. All right, we got it under control. Who gave a microphone back? I did. I did. What? Update, remember? Well, yeah, the faster he gets done with this, the faster we can move on. Updates. All right. 53 red mage. Yeah, 53 red mage. Okay. I got 53 red mage. You got Gen Kai 2 done. Uh, th- thank you, Kahlo. You I finished I, your I, AF. <laughs> <laughs> you got some of your elemental staves. Is there anything I'm missing here? You finished your sub jobs. Okay, I think he's done. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Alright, cool. All right. Moving on. So much. <laughs> You're uh, welcome. Y- y- you know, Dash, I don't think we ever got to finish what, what your update was because um, because our interns kind of distracted us here. So, uh, Dash, why don't, uh, why don't you go back? Why don't we go back to your update? Because <laughs> that's where, yeah, let's. Back from the start. <laughs> yep. Yeah, uh, Dash, what have you been doing besides homework? Because we already got that. I would. I guess the biggest thing was getting ranked 10 Sandoria. Seems that's about it. 
Congrats. It, uh, yeah, congrats. It's, it's been, you know what, it, it, that's, that's a new requirement for coming on the show. You have to hit rank 10 in Sandoria before you can come on you know, the show. It, it's weird. Well, we I'm going to be gone for a few weeks. We had Lahariel on, and, and he had rank 10 in all missions at that point, and you know, we thought it was like a big accomplishment, but... After doing, you know, I have Windy done, I have Sandy done, and I have most of the stock done. It, it really isn't that big of an accomplishment. Oh, come on, it's come on, Lar- You know, together. you know, I got to meet Lariel out at Fan Fest. I, yeah, I'm pretty sure he could take you. Well, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying because remember, these were all introduced when when the cap was still like you know around 50, 65, or whatever. Yeah. So most of these battles can be beaten by a duo at 75. That's true. So that's true. What else, Dash? Nothing. Just been leveling Ninja and Dragoon. Cool. Well, that's always fun. Doing campaign. Yeah, that's what we're talking. Okay, now, now, uh, <laughs> campaign so, odds. No, seriously, campaign odds. Ani, Ani. No, they're okay. awesome. Name. Seriously, Annie. no, no, no. Camp, campaign odds. No, I mean, okay. really, you can. Stop. That's that's Annie. the Annie. best way to Annie. get Annie. Annie. notes. What? Annie. What? Annie. What? Stop it! I want you to pick up the outline in front of you and show me on there where it says campaign odds, and keep your hand off the pen. Okay, it's moving. Not on. All right, on. I got 16 men. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Nobody cares about you. All right. I do a men tank. Oh, jeez. <sighs> no. All right, so, Dash, uh, we actually have you here for a different type of episode today. You know, usually we uh, we do type of job episodes, and people are used to those. But uh, this is actually something that I know some people have uh, been asking for over the months, and... I don't really want to call it a noob episode, uh, but uh, starting players, that's, uh, that's what you're here to discuss with us today, right? Indeed. Um, a, a lot of the times, you know, we're told that, that our lower level players get left out of the loop. So what level range with your guide here will we be looking at? Uh, probably just the, the people that are just picking up the game going from 1 to 30, because once you hit about 30, you're really getting the idea of what's going on, how everything works. All right, so so basically, this is the type of show that when you get a friend who you know you you've known for a while to just start playing the game, you don't want to you know teach him how to do this and show him how to do that. Yeah, you don't need to show him Sky, you right? Know, you, know, you, don't need, <laughs> you don't need to you know you don't need to, to give him the basics of, of of you know yeah, Limbus or anything, right? Yeah. Yeah. Shut up, Juxta. <laughs> All you have to do is say, "Listen to the Dash Knocker episode." So uh, where are we going to start off then? Uh, well, SE's made that new player guide, which I think is just great for anyone that's just picking up the game, doesn't know any controls, doesn't know what the heck this game even looks like. So if you're really just picking up the game, check out the new player guide. Yeah, I think it's fantastic. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. I've taken a look at some of the videos. They really go in-depth in explaining everything, and, and you're absolutely right. If you're someone that has never picked up this game before, has never seen the world of Vonadil, Take a look at the videos. You will quickly be acclimated to your environment once you do get in, and you'll be able to move and interact with not only you know the world and NPCs, but also uh, the other players that'll that'll be inhabiting the world around you too. Yeah, it sure beats okay. trying to flip through the instruction manual and figure out which keys do what for what types of keyboards. Oh yeah, that and mm-hmm. the awkwardness of just meeting people will go down lots faster and and you know what it's also universal too because they show you how to do it on pc uh ps2 and xbox 360 so no matter which which version of the game you end up getting uh you can definitely check out those new player guides and they will absolutely help you okay so step one if you're new to vana dl is go to the play online site and look for those new player guide videos absolutely Mm mm-hmm all right, so then, Dash, uh, 
another big thing, obviously, there's not a lot of events you can do when you're first starting out. So the first thing you're going to find yourself doing is you're going to find yourself out in West Ronfair, Gustaberg, Saruda, Staff, Sword, Dagger in Hand. Let's get, on, get down to some battle basics. Well, when you go out there, you're going to go, you're going to see monsters. They're going to have the little yellow names. You're going to use whatever buttons you need to target them. And then you're going to want to check their level to make sure they're not going to beat the crap out of you. Oh, yeah. If you're an even match, don't challenge it if you're a mage. I was, uh, I was about advice. level 8 or 9 before, uh, before Akeem uh, goes, Hey, did you know that we can find out how strong these things are before we engage them? <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, uh, the, that was a good thing to know. The the Just check little... function is definitely your friend. Uh, things will check anywhere from uh, easy prey to incredibly tough. And as you get higher levels, you'll notice some of them are even too weak. Oh yeah, so mm-hmm. Those uh, are the ones you left behind in the dust. Yeah, definitely uh, know your opponent's prey. It, you'll be Whatever a lot better off, it. right? Mm-hmm. Well, after you check them, and they're not going to beat the crap out of you anyway, and you start attacking. You'll notice two things. If you're just picking up the game, you're probably going to start getting TP, which is this little blue bar, and you're going to start getting skill levels. TP, by the way, stands for... Tactical points. Tired points. You have to sit down and rest to make them decrease. No, it's tactical points, yeah. That was corny. Yeah, that was really bad. I forgot where I got that from. Uh, Wasn't it? Huh? Uh Yeah, and uh, that stuff's used for weapon skills, which we'll probably have to discuss after we uh, learn about skill levels. Yes, because uh, let's not forget, when you are first starting out, you have no weapon skills. So uh, you're just whacking away at whatever you can find or, or, or shooting what little magic you have off. Mm-hmm. So, um, Yeah, so, so, so you're getting TP. And you're gaining skill levels. Right off the bat, you'll notice that uh, there'll be little messages down in the text, and it'll read that near whatever you know, whatever weapon you're using, if it's a club or a sword or a great sword great or whatever. skill sword increases by 0.3 points. Right. You'll, you'll see a message like that, and that's what your combat skills are. So, Dash, why don't you uh, go, go through the basics of both your combat skill and your magic skill, and what are effective ways to raise those? The combat skills, of course, are your any sort of weapon, swords, great swords, axes, and for every full point you get for those, you're going to get more accuracy and more attacks, so you can hit more often and do more damage. You're also in combat skills. There's evasion and parrying and shield, and those are sort of defensive skills, and every full point you get in those, you'll either evade better or parry more often or shield block more often and uh as far as magic skills go they're really similar to your your weapon skills in fact when they also get raised by a full point you'll get more accuracy and you'll do more damage with your spells or if it's something like enfeebling magic it'll proc more often or all right so uh obviously by raising your skill level the more you use them the higher they're going to raise and you have to also be using them on mobs of that level so you can't like you know, take a high-level skill level, go to two-week mobs, and expect to skill up on them. It's just like if you were, you know, practicing something in the real world, you have to be practicing something at your current difficulty in order to improve. Right. Yeah. Now, as you're leveling your skill levels, eventually you're going to notice at some point, a Nero learns, what's, like, the first one? Uh, what? Oh, oh, uh, 
slice. I think I think that's I think that's the first. So yeah, as you're going along, you're going to notice as your levels start to increase, it'll you'll get a message similar to Kalo Liren's Wasp Sting. Now there's different weapon skills for each respective weapon class, but there are not weapon skills for magic class. So Dash, why don't you elaborate on what weapon skills are? Uh, weapon skills use your TP to perform some sort of special attack. Things like Wasp Sting do fairly low damage, but they add a poison effect, and there's other ones like Slice, which do more damage than a regular attack. But you need at least 100% TP, and you can actually go all the way up to 300%, and those are usually much more effective than the ones at 100%. Mm -hmm. And usually if you go into your weapon skill menu and look at the little help text, it will tell you what the TP modifies. Right, Mm -hmm. yeah, exactly. And if you want more information on exactly the difference between, you know, what one uh, the the damage mitigation between 100% TP and 300% TP, and what modifies those, exactly which attributes, strength, dex, uh, Etc. Uh, modifies those. Definitely check out FFX Cyclopedia. Uh, just look up either the the weapon skill or the weapon. Or I, I mean, really, there's there's a lot of different ways you can find it. But that'll be the best way to know exactly or or roughly estimate, I guess, exactly how much damage you're going to be doing. And, and and don't let all this information you know uh, uh, go to your head either. It's stuff that's that, that's learned naturally through process too. So you, and you won't have to worry about it till you get to a little a little bit higher levels anyhow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now, now Signet um, is something that, that I didn't learn about for a while, but as a new player, it's one of the first things you're going to want to educate yourself on. So Dash, tell us about the wonderful, wonderful gift of Conquest Signet. Um, Signet is a buff you can receive from any... Uh, uh, hold, hold on a sec. Annie? What? Annie. Annie. Annie, what are you doing? Is that camp... Are you playing campaign right Shut now? up! No. All right, no. Honey, come on, come on, close, come on. It's it's the new the it's the noob episode. Come on, talk to Honey. the campaign arbiter and warp yourself back. No, to the stock. I refuse. No, Ani, shut up! I'm trying to take down Gubu Hero Hunter. Oh, you shut up! Oh, it's the quadums, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It is. Uh huh. Bite me. They are pretty mean. <laughs> the quadums. Ani, what? Close you the laptop. Problem, man. <laughs> Says the Cl- one with close the shrooms. It up. You know, coming from you. Yeah, you hush. Yeah, coming from you. All right. Close the lap. Fine. Close it up. God damn. All right. It's not like the fourth division is even that strong anyway. You <laughs> shut your mouth. <laughs> oh come on! I've been to some of you guys. You shut campaign. your mouth. Right, it goes way south until the we are we are loyal to the fourth division here. Go Cobras! Yeah, that's right. Cobra Pride. Cobras for life. What the hell was that? All right, you want to see how real people campaign? You come to a Saruda when uh, when the Yagudo are, are are on the march. Oh, right. Saruda! Zampa Zippa and the Ace Cardians. Forget it. Hey, so Arrow, um, when are I, you going for that magic skull? Anyway, I'll help you with now. That. All right, no uh, fine. Now that now okay, fine. Now that I'm probably dead from Guru Hero Hunter. Oh come on, you're. I in will dark. gladly help you with that magic skull just to get away from this. All right, Dash Knocker, um, Conquest Signet. Yeah, let's hear um, about the f***ing Signet. <laughs> Do you uh, need a time out? <laughs> no, I need to go back to doing no, campaign. No, I, I'm doing... Give me, I'm, okay. give me that laptop. <sighs> Behave yourself, Juxta. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I went there. Why don't you I went why don't there. Yeah, that's why you're acting that, like right now. <laughs> why don't you follow the rules that you set up? No Final Fantasy XI oh, while you, we're doing this. Oh, you... We all follow this. No more. I got you. 
All right, dash. But we're supposed to be live from Van Adil here. I'm live we from are. campaign. We're in I'm live deal. from Gruberg. Damn you! Live from Gruberg. Until they notice you're there, kill you, and then you're not live. You're dead. You got it all out now. Okay, look, I'll tell you what. Let's get done with this episode, and me and you will personally go out, and we will duo a whole campaign together, okay? I'll, I'll, I'll even get you a healer so you can have haste. Can I get a merit? I'll, yes, we'll go until you get a merit, okay? <laughs> All right, uh, Dash. Screw you guys. Signet, go ahead. Signet, uh, you can get it for from any um, army officer, the, the Temple Knights. They have little abbreviations after their name. They're pretty easy to find. Uh, they'll give you Signet for free, and it lasts several hours. Mm-hmm. And when you kill a mob, while you have Signet on, you're you're able to get crystal drops, which are used to sell or craft and all that good stuff. They're used for just about everything. And you also get uh, conquest points, which are used to get items from those uh, guards that give you Signet. Also, there's a couple of bonuses that come with it. Uh, while you're resting with Signet, you don't lose TP and... Uh, when you're resting with Signet, you also gain HP much faster than without Signet. Um, I've also heard that when your nation is lower in the Conquest standings, then your Signet will last that much longer. Right. There are two two things that affect the duration of your Signet. One is which place your nation is in. The higher ones will have shorter durations, whereas the lower ones will have longer durations, sort of evening up the battlefield. And then the other thing is your rank. Higher rank determines longer signet. And just to clarify for other nations, when you're looking for people to give you signet, it's the Temple Knights from Sandioria, which they have the TK in front of them, Iron Musketeers from Bastok, IM, and War Warlocks from Windurst, and they can generally be found by gates in the cities to zones and also at outposts in each of the different regions. Also, some of the NPCs that do give you signet um, are not necessarily at the outpost of the area. There will be little secondary areas, sometimes in the beginning of the zone, but they will also let you set your home point in that area. That too, So yep. if you die yep. in, like, say, the dunes, you don't have to traipse your way through whatever to get back. You'll just be right, right there. Mm-hmm. But be careful, and and this is a very strong warning from, from myself. Be careful where you set your home point. Because if you set your home point somewhere, you know, and you don't know the area that you're in... It'll, every time yeah, you yeah, every time you die, you'll be put right back there, mm-hmm. and it'll be on you to try to get back to either a zone or a city that you know. Right. So be very very conscious of where you can set your home uh, or of where you do set your home point because it can get you into some trouble sometimes. Now, one of the first things I'm going to advise you do once you get Signet is uh, Dash Knocker mentioned that there is a conversion rate of XP into conquest points, and that conversion rate is 10% of XP earned while. Under- under your nation's signet will give you conquest points. When you talk to your conquest arbiters, which are the war warlocks, iron musketeers, temple knights, you can choose to spend your conquest points. And one of the first things you're going to want to get is an XP band. There's two to choose from. There's the chariot band and the empress band. And what those do is when you're under the enchantment, you gain bonus experience, which equals faster leveling. Also, um, going off of that, the Chariot Band is great for fast parties that just battle a whole bunch of weak mobs, because they will they give you a 75% bonus 
but it lasts very, very shortly. Mm-hmm. Empress Band is better for the long run. Mm-hmm. If you have things um, coming slowly or you have plenty of tough battles, you will want an Empress Band. Now, the last thing to mention about Signet was the update that was done to Signet a couple of updates back. There are some more benefits that you get now from having Signet cast on you. Uh, for example, you don't lose TP while resting. That's a big one. That's a, I mean, Especially going through the dunes, that helps so much. Um, you get higher, I want to say higher a- a- evasion. Accuracy and evasion yep, accuracy. fighting. Yep. Easy prey to even match mobs, I believe. Right, making farming a little bit faster. I, I know, I know that I, I noticed an increase with that. Um, there was a, there were, there, I and there was in, other in smaller parties of usually I think it said what three it to four. You do get a slight XP bonus. Right. Yeah. Uh, two to five. Oh, is it, oh, is two, it two to five? To five? Okay, so okay. two to five people, and you get a slight XP bonus. Which now, which is interesting because uh, one one of the questions that were were asked, or one of the things that was brought up when I was out at FanFest is, uh, is Square Enix trying to encourage smaller parties? And in fact, yes, they are. They're trying to uh, make parties between two and five people a little bit more useful. And uh, they also said that one of the ways that they're trying to do this is actually through the dancer job. I don't know if it's if it's really succeeded yet or not. I uh, I haven't looked much into dancer and I haven't been doing much leveling. So uh, I don't know. I don't know exactly what dancer uh can 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 give you, but uh, I do know that yes, Square Enix is indeed trying to focus on smaller parties. Right. It all comes back to uh, to what Wings of the Goddess is doing and giving you the chance to where you don't have to have six people in order to accomplish things. Right. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, uh, real quick, Eero, could you bring those chips over here to me? But I thought we weren't supposed to. Uh, well, eat in th- here. they're already in here. Just yeah, uh, walk them around here real, real quick. Uh, no, 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 no. You don't get any. I have a chip. Uh, thank you very much. All right, now we talked a little bit about weapon skills earlier, and at lower levels, you know, when you first start getting them, you know, they serve their use. But when you get to Dune's level, which is about level ten, there, there there's a whole new stage of what weapon skills can do. This is where you get to learn skill chains, right? Well, and and and, and you know, you can skill chain before the Dunes. It's just, I mean, you know, really, you don't. Have... <laughs> what, Kahlo? You're kind of chewing into the mic. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> this new guy, he's affecting us all. You know, if you it's get cr- I know. if you get crumbs in the board, I'm... These are good. Gugu Hero Hunter is what awaits for you. Um, and it's not to say... It's actually not to say that, that weapon skills... Or skill chains, rather, can't be used before the dunes. It's just you're not going to see them real often mm-hmm. um you know if you have a weapon skill chances are you know you can find something someone out there to to to, to skill chain with but i mean it, you know so it's not it's it, dunes is where you're going to get your practical application but it does exist before mm-hmm. before you get into the dunes all right so dash uh why don't you talk a little bit about skill chains and also their counterpart magic bursts oh if you get two people together and one of them weapon skills and this is a ridiculously complex concept, but if another one uses a correct weapon skill about three seconds later, you'll create a skill chain, which is a added magical damage effect. Um, and it varies from doing you know, fire damage or water damage, depending on the two weapon skills used. And then with a skill chain, if you have a mage with you, usually black mages, if they can 
add damage to their spells by using the correct element of that skill chain. So if someone were to fast blade and then burning blade, they would create a fire skill chain called Induration, and then a black mage could cast fire and do extra damage. Now, uh, if you check out sites such as ffexcyclopedia.org, there are various and multiple skill chain charts that you can, you know, oh, yeah. get handy so you can know and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know what, there's there's actually, for those of you who use Firefox as a browser, there's a, there's a, a an entire toolbar that is out there that's made for Final Fantasy XI, and it has a skill chain calculator yep. as a part of that. Uh, FFXI Helper is what it's called. Yep. Uh-huh. And so, uh, you know, using this, you can set up your skill chains and whatnot. And now, you know, uh, Dash mentioned that you use things such as fire with, uh, you know, induration or uh, ice or water with distortion, for example. But you can also use enfeebles. And if you land enfeebles on magic bursts, they increase the potency of the spell. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and and actually, one of the things, another one of the things that Square Enix mentioned out at FanFest is increasing the usability or the damage or whatever. I don't know. But they're going, the adjusting, they're going to be adjusting. They're going to be adjusting skill chains. And... How they're doing that, not sure, but uh, but they're going to be adjusting skill chains. So uh, hopefully they're going to be playing a bigger role in the future because, as I know we've said this on the show before, but skill chains and, and magic bursting, that's all really fallen by the wayside in TP burn parties and in uh, you know these these uh, treasures of Otergon areas. So um, I think Essie would like to see that come back a little bit. I know I would. And that's where you can help. This is about this is, you. You are the future of Von DL. Bring the skill chain and magic burst back. Yeah. When did it, this become a call-in special to save skill chains and magic burst? Save the skill chains. SC needs you. <laughs> we better be being being paid for this. <laughs> we should. We should. We should do. We should do a donation drive. Save the skill chains. Some guy comes up. What's what's. 50k gonna do for saving skill chains you let us worry about that okay (laughs) (laughs) it pays for the volunteers just follow this pyramid shaped diagram (laughs) pyramid i thought it was supposed to be a pie (laughs) because you know pies are awesome all right so uh all right well uh since you know speaking of skill chains and magic bursts uh we haven't really talked about the low level magic that you know mage the white mages red mages and black mages will get because each one specializes in a different type of magic and gets very distinctive spells at starting levels. So, Dash, why don't we cover that a little bit? Uh, Well, White Mage, uh, if you're familiar with the Final Fantasy series, um, they're the healers. Right away, they're going to get a scroll of cure, and, of course, that restores hit points. And as you use cure, you also gain the healing skill, and that healing skill increases the potency of your cures. Um, Black Mages, they're what we like to call glass cannons, uh, they do a lot of damage through their spells. Uh, right away, they get a scroll of stone, and you, know, you cast that on a mob, and it deals damage. Black and white, they're the exact opposite. And then there's someone in the middle called the Red Mage. His specialty is actually enfeebling magic. Right away, they get uh, Dia, or Dia, whichever way you want to pronounce it. It's Dia. I like Dia. 
<laughs> now, uh, for, those of you, this. for those of you unfamiliar with the term, enfeebling magic is, you know, magic that causes status effects such as paralyze, blind, slow. Defense down. Exactly. Things attack that down, are yes. enfeebling and crippling uh, what you're fighting. Right. Like for example, Dia, it's a DOT that also lowers the mob's defense. And what does DOT stand for? But damage, damage over, over time, time, which yeah. means that it's not going to be uh, a lot of damage that's going to be taken away by this, you know, mm. damage over time. Although, although there are bigger and feeble spells out there that will take large chunks of of HP per tick. Mm-hmm. That's that's yep. that's right. That's the terminology per tick. That means every time you know you it'll move. It's a tick, I guess. <laughs> is a tick actually a, a defined like? I think it's like it's somewhere around like three seconds. Is it? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, if it, it, then there you go. Three seconds. That's a tick. So, um, you know, when when you talk about HP or NP per tick, that's what we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Sale, did you forget to uh, give Juxta his uh, tick bath? It wasn't my job this week. Iru, I think yeah, you have no. something to do. No one informed me of this. <laughs> well, Hello, you were supposed to tell him what to do. <laughs> well, you'll be receiving the manual within the next couple days. Excellent. Excellent. Before he has, that, he has however, a lot of hygiene responsibilities. However, before that, that you might want to get on that tech bath right now. All right. Well, uh, my only stipulation is is that if I am to take on this new responsibility, I ask only for an armoire over my Victrola. <laughs> I think that can be arranged. I think I think so. All right. What's All right. an arm war drum? Nothing. Don't worry about nothing it. Nothing you have to worry about. Yeah, it's nothing you get. So now I even no. <laughs> now even though each mage has their own respective magic class, as you level the the respective categories will start to overlap a little bit. So, you know, as a white mage you will get a couple enfeebling spells here. And you know, as a black mage you'll get the same, and as you know, as a as a red mage you even get some healing spells too. So you know, keep that in mind. Now, uh, and, and it should be mentioned that, you know, uh, character classes, you know, start to come into their own. We use that we use that phrase a lot, which means that their unique abilities start to show. But it really should be mentioned that each job's unique abilities or unique spells can really be seen throughout all levels of the game. Each job will do something vastly different. And a lot of times in the later levels of the game, you can, you know, for example, swap swap jobs uh, for different roles within the party. You can, for example, make a red mage uh, a main healer, and you're able to get away with it and get some decent XP. Not so much when you're a little bit lower level. It Mm -hmm. can work, but it takes a lot of time it takes a lot of uh attention that's that's the other big thing and um and, a lot of luck yeah and it and it takes knowing what you're doing mm-hmm. um so uh, i i you know we we generally try to discourage cookie cutting here but um i think especially in the lower levels of the game it's something that has to be done for both party stability and for the the, the success of the party. Now, uh, l- lately, I've seen a lot of you know uh, experimentation, and, and and I highly encourage it. But but the problem is, don't experiment with job combinations when other people rely on you. Yeah. If you're in a party situation, you know, don't experiment with you. If you're going into a BCM, don't say, oh well, I wanted to see you know how this would work. You know, experiment on your own time. So mm-hmm. if, if it doesn't work out exactly how you thought it would. 
other people aren't suffering as a result. Yeah, it's just something to keep in mind, especially for those that are, are real new to the game. Um, it, it's it's sometimes easier to build a party in a more traditional uh, traditional way and and try to keep people's roles the same. And, and and not only that, but it'll also provide them a good learning experience for what they're going to be experiencing at later levels of the game. A red mage warrior is not a tank. No, they, they no. were in my day. They aren't anymore. <laughs> but anyway, okay. So, um, food, food is is something that is, I think, very very important at all levels and of underrated. The game. Yeah, it is underrated, and it's overlooked very very constantly. And a lot of people just see it as a money sink, but really. The status effects that you get from food and the benefits that food can provide you are, are, are substantial. I mean, really, the results are significantly noticeable. So uh, definitely food is worth looking into. Dash, what do you got on food? Well, food, like you mentioned, uh, you eat it because it's food, and it gives you a stat boost. There are really kind of two classes of food. Uh, there's attack food or damage-dealing food and mage food. And the, the damage dealing food, you know, can be broken down even further into attack and accuracy foods, and the mage food can be broken down into resting MP increasing food, uh, just straight MP bonus food or stat boost or well, one food can have multiple effects. Like not every food just gives you one thing. Most foods affect at least three or four different stats. Uh, directly. By the way, um, speaking of food, uh, Iru, uh, uh, run and grab me a, a soda. Quite thirsty. Get yourself something too if you want. <laughs> something nice? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> no. 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 You get nothing! Can I have a bag of chips? No. If you brought a bag of chips in here, I can't even imagine the amount of damage that could be done. And I wouldn't clean it. Not my the fact, fault. The fact that a bag of chips and you exist in the same physical space is a miracle in itself. Yes, something it is. Something didn't explode already. Yes, it is. Can I have some chips? No, no. you can't. <laughs> they're really good. Like, they? like, I've never had these kind because they look weird, but they're actually really good. Have you tried them? No, no. You want to try one? I, I think they have bacon on them. Oh, yeah. <sighs> but, cheddar, yeah. Yeah, bacon cheddar. That that Sorry. won't work for me. No. I'll eat his chip for him. No. no. You can't hand my chip. You know what's going to happen to that chip? I'm going to die in campaign. My <laughs> guru Furlergerd Quadiv. All right. So, in regards to food, there is a vast majority of them, as Dash Knocker stated. They all last different amounts of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yep. that is true. Um, there are some. I mean, and and some of them can last a really long time too. Should Jack also mention that. Yeah, Jack o' Lanterns, three hour food. Yep. Ginger cookies, five minutes. Stop! See, he's actually just shut up. I'm helping. No, you're not. Seven and resting MP. Three minutes. Yeah. Again, and then um, three minutes. Same thing. No. There's so much difference. The two minute difference that you are going to want to check out sites such as ffxcyclopedia.org to find out what's best for you. Um, Melees. You can usually look for attack food or accuracy food. In mages, uh, again, there's stat food. Uh, HMP, which is basically how much MP you heal over time, mm-hmm. such as 
cookies and then pies for uh, intelligence, MP, and MP and, boost. And, right, right, yeah, and and most of these are, are kind of in similar categories. Like the attack food, that's mostly based in meat. Uh, you know, accuracy food, that seafood, right? Seafood, um, mage food is sweet. So yeah. lots of sweets for mage food. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. why mages tend to get pretty fat because they sit in the back lines eating cookies and pies all the time. Whereas I the don't melees, know about you, but that takes a lot of the melees are the up melees front. are up there. You know, really working at it and, and smashing things and eating meats and, and and you know and and that's why we're always so buff and thank you kindly you know but oh. um yeah uh, also th- th- this was mentioned on a later episode but at lower levels you're not looking for percentage food okay like like most sushi will give you like 15 percent damn accuracy. did you shake it up on the way down nope. well i have to say one thing arrow's already ahead a little bit of juxta he did it without even asking a question juxta <laughs> what's in it for me <laughs> Not the right attitude for an intern, Juxta. Not at all. And you were forty minutes late, but you know what? You you you, you do what I ask you to at least. You know, no, it, it, I, I was buried in the dunes. <laughs> Storm whipped in while I was unconscious, which is why I did not de level. I did not get angry. <laughs> I was buried. <laughs> Iru's been here for one day, and he's already done more work than Juxta has in the past year. Oh yeah, that's an accomplishment. In this it. is so. why you failed your internship. But I'm, I am loved by people. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So going going Yet. back to the food, uh, make sure you know what food you're eating. You don't. If you need accuracy in the dunes, jack o' lanterns are a better choice because they give solid accuracy. They give plus Ac- ten yep. accuracy, whereas sushi gives a percentage, and fifteen percent of zero is still going to be zero. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So um, there's one food that I almost always use no matter what job in that one to 10 area. And that's a uh, grilled hair. You can actually make it right off the bat as, as long as you have the ingredients and it lasts three hours and it's a great, great low level attack food just to boost your damage a little bit, making make the, uh, that one through 10 grind a little bit easier. Fair enough. Yeah, get some of that and uh, some Salbina milk. You should be able to grind one to ten in uh, no time. I thought you were going to say Ambrosia because it gives <laughs> plus seven to every stat. Now, uh, I realize maybe at levels you know, one to ten, you're not going to be able to get your hands on the food of the gods. But um, maybe you <laughs> yeah, know, if, it if you're a friend. Yeah, for one gill on the corner over <laughs> there. Well, I have me a couple of those. So, um, all right, moving on past all of that, you know, we get down to something else that, that's obviously a, a very... Necessary necessity. Necessary necessity. Are you feeling redundant today? <laughs> necessary um, necessity. Mo- that was excellent. That, that's <laughs> moving past all of that. You know, past the redundant redundancy. <laughs> past the redundant redundancy. <laughs> now, moving past all of that, the uh, the, the awesome lake of awesomeness. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> moving past all it's of that. <laughs> You're not going to hear anyone, any of these from me, folks. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, if you're waiting for me, you're uh, kind of... Why are you pointing at him? You don't get that armor enough. <laughs> wow. Was Can worth I have it. it. Huh? Was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> We're all going to get in on it. You know that. Are you done? Are you done now? Can I have an armor? No. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on past all of that. Okay. Why would you want an armor? God bar, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I need a place to put my stuff. You have you stuff? Have st- yeah, I brought stuff. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm I'm in campaign now. Okay, you guys pissed me off. 
Do I need to slap that laptop <laughs> down on your hands? What zones are up? Uh, no, Zonda no. Is kicking Both ass of right you now, stop it. Close the laptop. Tziku the manifest. Close. Oh, I see. Uh, yeah, yep, yep. I got him. All right, continuing on to ground strike. Please close them, or Juxta's here. taking over the show. He is kind of take. He's he's take. He Would you ground strike so I can shark bite? There. Juxta one and Juxta two. <laughs> Pay attention. Oh, Pay nice. attention. Where were we? <laughs> I don't know. I believe All right. Moving past all of that, there is one category <laughs> less, which is obviously a necessity, and that is what gear do we use at these lower levels? Dash? When you first pick up, you're given a starter clothing set, basically, and an onion weapon or a light belt. And really, as you progress, you just want to buy better gear, gear that gives you more defense, uh, gear that gives you more MP if you're a mage, gear that gives you more strength and attack if you're a damage dealer. And if you're going to be in the front lines, definitely going to want some uh, vitality increases and, of course, defense. Right. Now, uh, we'll get into you know uh, money-making tips for lower levels in just a little bit. But since each starting job utilizes a different type of armor, we're actually going to go through the six jobs one at a time, talk about some key tactics for those jobs, and also low-level gear choices. So why don't we start with Monk? Uh, Monk's pretty simple. You, uh, you start off with a, just a white belt and your, you know, your starting race is closed. You don't get any weapon. It's because you're Monk. You're going to go punch things. And uh, once you get out there and you start fighting, uh, you probably want to pick up a weapon as soon as you get some gill, because they're usually better than just your bare fists. Um, Monk's probably one of the simplest jobs in the beginning anyway out there. Yeah, because you get those two fists. Mm -hmm. I mean, yep. it, that's it's it's like being able to dual wield, except you're not dual wielding. Right, you can't equip two of them. Which we've answered before. <laughs> now, now, just really quick, because this is something that, that, that always Sabutaro. puzzled me, even, oh, even further out into the game, but you'll notice that hand-to-hand -hand weapons have plus damage and plus delay, whereas when you look at other weapons such as daggers or great swords, it'll just be damage and delay. And the reason for that is, you know, when you don't have a weapon, you use your fists. So you have a natural hand-to-hand, -hand, so you naturally have damage for your fists and delay for your fists. So when you equip a hand-to-hand, -hand, it's telling you how much damage and delay is being added to your already natural ability. Right. Indeed. All right, so moving on to the uh, next job, let's talk about Thief. What does Thief wear, and what do you want to look for at levels, you know, 1 through 10-ish? Well, uh, with Thief, you're, you're given a dagger, and that's going to be your best weapon or knives. However, there's a problem when you go into the dunes with knives. You usually don't do all that great of damage, it's especially true. when yep. crabs they have a, a defense boost move that, oh, when I wielded a knife back in the day uh -huh. but that's okay that's okay though because there is something that you can do to kind of offset that um and that's uh what 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 rating does thief get with a sword uh we get like a c a c it's actually pretty low but at earlier levels ratings don't come into play as much as they do you know they're not as noticeable as they are at end game levels right exactly and if you actually use swords you can have a higher damage mitigation and you won't feel like such a gimp yep and uh some some thieves will actually use hand-to-hand -hand at a little bit of the earlier levels too which is, too. Which is acceptable mm -hmm. oh yeah all right so now now what type of gear are you going to be looking for as a thief because you know we're not exactly the the heavy scale male type in these earlier levels a lot of the defensive gear 
is almost the same between something like a warrior and a paladin and a thief. I mean, there may be one or two points difference, but it doesn't make too much of a difference. Uh, so you're going to want to look, as a thief, you're going to want to look for just anything that increases your defense or your damage. Mm-hmm. Sublagar! Yep, yes. uh, unfortunately, and this, this kind, of, kind of goes across most melees, is um, for levels 1 through 10, you're going to be looking at bronze gear to start off. Yep. Then at about level, level 7, you'll get your leather gear. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. At level 11, uh, although Thief can't wear it, you can get your scale mail gear. And uh, it's like... Then there's then you got like bone and then uh, you got more uh, some lizard. Uh, it's it's level ten that the scale mail is, and then right you get bone gear later, and most of that is interchangeable between thief and warrior and even red mage too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Though one so. has to ask, why, why, why does Subligar give more defense when they cover so much less than you know these other armor that. Covers more of your legs because they cover what's important. Very well, and it's sexy. <laughs> yeah. Yes, well, one additional def- defense uh, just for being sexy. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, yeah, get used to get used to the subligar look at the lower levels. It's something that you can avoid yep. a little bit later on, and, but uh, uh, not so much. It's kind of the great equalizer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and as far as tactics go, for you know melee jobs in general, at these first couple couple levels. Make sure you're hitting the mob and gaining TP and using your weapon skills when you got them. Yep, exactly. It's about, it's about the and, 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 and you know what? You are going to get a variable range of people who are coming through the dunes. It's no longer just the people who have low-level jobs are in the dunes. I mean, it, it, it was, I, I don't know, I seem to remember it that way for a while. You know, and, and now now you get people who are coming back on their second, third, fourth, maybe even fifth time or sixth time, or you know, you could be like Haishio, and it could be your, you know, your 20th time. Your last time. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, but it, it, the, you will get people with a lot of experience now here's a great way and i know we're kind of getting sidetracked from uh from from the jobs here but here's a great way to kind of figure out to kind of gauge the experience level of the other people in your parties now this is not 100 percent, and and don't you know don't look at me like i'm saying all rank ones are 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 totally you know nubs or whatever but Depending on somebody's rank, if if somebody's like a rank ten in your party, they are definitely you know an experienced player. Um, and they're most again going to know more. Again, you know it could be it could be like with you, you're you're currently rank seven, but you've been ranked ten in other nations. You know you can you it there, like I said, there are some variables, but that's a definitely that, that that's a good way to look to see who's of higher experience than you are, and and possibly if you're struggling or if you see somebody else struggling within the party you can ask them for help a lot of people will not be bugged if you if you ask how to do something correctly and in fact they're going to encourage you because they want to get out of there as fast as they can too Mm -hmm. so um definitely don't be afraid of your of, of your fellow party members they can help you out a lot especially if you're still new and learning the ropes and you explain to them hey you know i still kind of don't know what i'm doing be patient with me try to explain things to me, um, and and you'll you'll more often than not you'll get a very positive reaction from the other people in your party. 
Okay, so um, at, moving away from Thief onto Warrior. Warrior's a little bit the same as some of the other, you know, DD jobs. Um, uh, you know, like Thief going through through the dunes. You're going to get relatively the same gear. Um, but but weapon choices are a lot more vast. Yes. As a, yeah. as a warrior, you can choose almost any weapon type out there and be able to get away with it. Iru, I, I think this is a really good example. I know that you have been using polearm on your way through the dunes. And, and of course, you know, you're, you're new to the game. You don't even have your sub job yet. You're a, a level what? What level? Uh, 18 as Eight. of earlier tonight. Okay, so so 18 and uh, and, and you're, you're a warrior and you're using polearm. Now, I'm, I'm curious, um, uh, how, what what have been people's reactions in your party to, to you using a polearm? Um, the reception has been... Um, I've only ever had two people mention it, you know, um, uh, really say anything. And both times it was more questioning rather than saying, all right, you should be using great axe or you should be using axe and a shield or sword and a shield or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. So it, w- it was more inquisitive. And most people, when I mentioned, okay, I'm eventually going to go for Dragoon, they're like, oh. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, that, and that is why, because you are eventually going to be going, uh, looking at uh, doing Dragoon. Um, but uh, but you can get away as a warrior. You can get away with using a lot of different weapon choices. Uh, some people choose to go great axe. That's their A plus weapon, um, and that's a good choice. You can do a lot of damage with a great axe. It's it's fun. But I personally chose to go the sword and shield route because at the time, I, I mean, I just picked up the game. I had no idea what I was doing. Um, so yeah, short sword and shield. Mm, that works for me. So um, th- that's that's also uh, another idea. Dash, uh, what would you? recommend as far as a weapon choice for warriors uh just a quick mention that i actually used polearm for quite a while on my warrior did you i'm doing dragoon iru pulling a page out of dash knocker's book all right so um but uh but what would you what would you recommend i know yeah you can get away with polearm and 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 you know that's something that some people wouldn't think of but uh, you can get away with great sword i see that a lot lots of people use great sword i don't know why i didn't use great sword i kind of kicked myself when i went back and had to you know scale it up (laughs) as i was leveling dark knight but uh but yeah there there are uh, uh several different options i personally after i got done using polearm i went to great axes uh, and this was even before the two-handed update and i absolutely loved it mm-hmm. because shield break at the beginning of the fight it lowers uh the target's defense or evasion sorry and it lowers it by an extraordinary amount and if you do that at the start of the fight the whole fight like no one's ever missing and there's just tons of damage flying out everywhere yeah um, axe is another good one but i know when you start you get the sword and the sword is not bad the sword is still no. pretty good no it's not at all the uh the shield uh definitely helps with the defense and the soloing aspect in the early levels sure so, does yeah now, uh, as, as someone starting out in the dune, something you might want to consider, which this is what I did for Thief, is since your dagger isn't going to be doing a lot of damage, but it is something you're going to want later on, is carry both a dagger and a sword and skill them up as you level, and then, you know, when you cap your dagger, equip your sword again. And, and as a warrior, you, you know, you may be expected to tank a couple times throughout the dunes, so if you're going with polearm or you're going with great axe, you might want to carry an axe and shield or sword and shield just based on, you know, what your party needs from you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, again, moving off of the DDs and moving towards the uh, the mana side of things, let's take a look at Black Mage. Well, Black Mages, you're probably going to want to pick up a wand 
uh, a wooden one anyway that gives a plus to your int and your mind. Uh, that'll help your spells deal more damage. Most of the damage from a black mage comes from spells. In fact, uh, most of them just kind of sit in the back because they don't want to get hit. So uh, when you start off with black mage, you're just going to want to go find something, cast a nuke on it, which is any elemental spell, and as you level up, you're definitely going to want to keep up to date with your spells, especially on Black Mage. It really helps. Things like uh, Blind and Water, you know, the elemental spells get stronger and stronger as you level, just naturally. Um, also, when you are going through 1 through 10 as a Black Mage, you will want to um, not challenge things higher than Decent Challenge. Go with decent challenge and lower. Going for um, even match, you're playing with death. Because black mages, they do not have the staying power that other jobs do. Even with your enfeebling, like poison and bio and all these other things that you're getting, will not tip the battlefield that much in your favor without you immediately having to rest right afterward right yeah so some gear that you want to look out for obviously you know we said uh int uh it definitely will uh, affect your uh damage output when it comes to spells and uh there is there i mean there is some low level gear that you can get that will boost your int so that's stuff to 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 keep an eye out for what else dash well this isn't so much for black mages because there is a rogue that gives int, but there's also hairpins that give you an excellent MP boost. Mm-hmm. And I see so many mages in the dunes wearing robes when they could be getting way more MP. Yeah, uh, as an elven, for example, you might want to consider investing more in your base MP than you are in your int. Um, okay, so taking a look at red mage, because uh, because red mage, I mean, you get you think being able to use the sword, you get some melee capabilities, and you do sort of. I mean, you do see some red mages that like to melee at the beginning, you know, in the dunes levels before they've it's been hammered into them that they cannot be a DD. So uh, so. Uh, Red Mage, what do you suggest, Ash? Uh, well, as a Red Mage, um, you know, as my main is Red Mage, I really do recommend that you melee in the dunes because you're really not going to be doing a whole lot else unless you're being forced to main heal, which is probably a bad idea in those levels. Probably. Yeah, uh, yeah that's definitely a bad idea. Unless you have, like, two Red Mages, that may help. But uh, but a Red Mage alone is no. not going to cut it. So Dash, what what do you what do you recommend for Red Mage? Actually, I recommend you don't start off as a Red Mage because there are so many different skills to try and skill up. You've got healing magic, elemental magic, your your sword, shield, evasion, enfeebling magic, which is your prime focus. You really want to get your enfeebling magic up right away because um, you'll notice battles go a lot smoother when something's fully enfeebled. Uh, but you, as far as gear wise. You're going to want to get a sword and keep up to date with your swords and uh, focus a little bit more on the mage gear because you're not going to get, once you get into party situations, you're not going to get hit all that much and you do get better defensive gear naturally than most other mages. Mm-hmm. So. Right. And, 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 and again, MP uh, plus MP focus is a really, really big thing to look for. Oh, one more thing. Uh, there's a set of rings. Each ring gives plus two int. And there's another set that gives plus two mind. Red mages, I know this 
as a starting player, this would sound ridiculous, but you're going to want sets of these. You're going to want two of each. They're the Aramites rings and the Saintly rings. And those things are great. They lasted me forever. I've used them on, you know, my black mage and my white mage. They're just absolutely great rings. And they're usually pretty cheap. All right, moving off of Red Mage and uh, taking a look at White Mage. Now, uh, you know, White Mage is definitely a sought-after position in the Dunes. I mean, it can make or break your party whether you have a White Mage. So what's important to take a look for for White Mage? Well, you're the healer. However, you're actually fairly good with club. Um, So you're going to want a a bit higher damage club. You're going to want a a wand for party situations, but a club definitely while you're doing the 1 through 10. um, Spam your curing magic. Uh, If you've got some downtime, if you're waiting for someone, keep curing yourself. You're going to want to keep your skill up. Get that skill up, yeah. Oh, yeah, because even if you're level 75 and you have zero like healing skill, your cures will be so gimped it will be ridiculous oh yeah definitely so skill is definitely something to uh to pay attention to so now in in terms of gear um now you know you might want to go for mp boost you might want to go for mind which is more important here they're both pretty important if you play white mage like i did which was just basically like going through red mage a second time and you had and i was really focused on my enfeebles like paralyze and slow Casting those will save you more MP than you spend. So you're going to want mind, like those mind rings I mentioned earlier. But anything that you're not boosting your mind with, try and get some MP in. Uh, You don't really need to focus too much on your defense as long as your tank is able to keep hate. But uh, MP um, probably before mind. Okay. All right. Great. Well, uh, that's that's definitely something to keep in mind. Um, um, unlike Black Mage and Red Mage, who focus on the more damaging spells, what you can do if you really, really need to is sit outside of your Mog house in your nation and spam Curing Magic and Enhancing Magic. This is especially for White Mages because they get these before many of the others. Well, not only that, but you can't use, like, black magic or, right. or anything else inside of a city zone. So um, it's easier. Yeah, and, and, and you don't have to fight anything either. Mm-hmm. But um, while you are doing that, this is a trick that um, really can help you when you have absolutely nothing to do. You're not leveling. You're not farming. You're not doing anything with any friends. Oh, but you can campaign. Sorry. <laughs> That's enough out of you. <laughs> Good segue. But you can um you can sit outside of your mog house, keep spamming until your MP is zero, run back into the mog house, you'll have full MP. Run back out. You can just rinse, repeat. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. That's a good tip for uh, for skilling up, which is definitely important. Now, Sale, you mentioned earlier sub jobs. Now, at around level eighteen, which Iru, that's that's where you are. You're at uh, level eighteen, right? Yep. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so around level eighteen, you're going to want to do the sub job quest, and it's an actual quest that you need to complete. And uh, the pre- the only prerequisite is that you have to be level eighteen to do it. So. You're going through the dunes. You got this one job. You keep going. You keep going. Okay, now you've got this sub job thing. And 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 you know when you when you first hear about it, you're like, you know, what, what is this? What does this have to? You know, how does this adjust? Okay, this, this your sub job will affect like 
everything. Everything. You do. I mean, I mean, really, really, it'll it can it can affect the way the entire job plays. So it's definitely something that you want to spend time thinking about and planning for and and things like that. But first, you have to unlock the ability to have a sub job. And there are two different versions of the quest. Uh, you can go into either Selbina or you can go to Mahura. And uh, most most choose to go to Selbina just because you're in the dunes anyway. It zones uh, into the dunes. And, uh, and, and it's it's just more convenient that way. But it, it, it can be difficult to get the items. So you can go to, uh, to Mahura to be able to get the same quest done. So there, there, there are some options, but uh, we'll, we'll talk about the one in uh, in Selbina. Right um, now, which what, what you're looking to do is is there's there's three items that you're going to need to get. The first item that you're probably going to find is the crab apron that drops off the clippers. Is it clippers? Uh, snippers. Snippers. Yeah. Counts. Can never remember. It does. Um, it, I don't think it. Ma- it, it snip. It, same diff. It, it, if it's not a clipper yet, it will be in a few levels. So it, yeah, I'm pretty sure that people can figure it out. It's a big blue crab. Go kill it. Yeah. Um, these items are rare ex, which means you can only have one of them and you can't trade it. So you'll have to get it from the the treasure pool. And the first one's the crab apron, and then you'll move. Usually, you're actually exping on these crabs when you get it, and then you'll move on to damselflies which drop the damselfly worm and um it, it's really just this great natural progression which is why most people do it in selvina the only one that's a little tough is the magic skull and to get the skull it only drops from ghouls that spawn at night mm-hmm. and there's a limited number of these and back in the day it was pretty hotly contested sometimes but uh now it shouldn't be too bad to just kind of go hey i need my magic skull could you pull you know ghouls whenever they pop and you usually take those on about level 16 17 18 in that area and you just sort of flow right into your sub job yeah, it is. It is. Uh, it is a very natural progression into to finishing the quest. Um, it, it's very well designed in that in that fact. But um, it, yeah, the magic skull can can prove uh, difficult to get. Um, a lot of times, you know, a, a lot of times there are higher level players out in dunes that are actually camping, you know, something like Valkyrum Emperor, and uh, and they can help you if 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 they're not doing anything, you know. Sometimes they'll, you know, sending them a towel could help if you know that uh, ghouls are up. You can just go around and kill some ghouls. But they, I mean, it, eventually you're gonna see these three items, and you know, you you want to pay attention to them. You want to try to get them. Obviously, there might be other people in the party that are that are vying for him trying to get him but uh but do your best and uh and and don't worry about it but level 18 is where you can get your sub job now you're going back to the beginning again you're taking another job and you have to level it from one to whatever and and what a sub job does is it is half your current level no matter what level your 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 the sub job you select is and you can select any job that you have available to you um as a sub job and uh, it'll it'll half the level of your current level, your main level, 
and it it will be able to provide those job abilities except for the two hour and spells that are available to you as as if you had the main job but only up to the level that your sub job is at for example if you have a level 30 main job you have a uh, level 15 sub job and your sub job is thief you can access sneak attack uh, but you cannot if you're you know like a level 20 warrior with a with a level 10 thief sub i don't, I don't what to, what level do you get sneak attack i don't 15. even 15 is it 15? wow i got that on the head uh-huh. um but uh but you cannot you know you can't have your uh your sub job at level 10 and still have access to some of those job abilities and spells that that's a natural progression and again if it doesn't matter what level you have your your sub job at like you could have your sub job leveled to 50 it will always be half of your main level, always. So um, that's basic. That's the basics of how a sub job operates. And again, depending on your sub job, can can depend on the entire way you play your job. Um, I, I mean, I know that just switching between you know warrior and thief and samurai for subs for Dark Knight, they all have drastically different applications. They all have drastically different situations that you would use them in. And they all have drastically different outputs, you know, whether it be damage, whether it be whatever it is. Um, there are there are definite different results, and and so I would recommend taking your time and learning all of the jobs, no matter if you're going to be using them as a main or a sub. There is one other thing that needs to be said about your sub jobs, though. They will only go up to the level that you have leveled them to. If you have a sub job and you have not leveled it. You'll be going around with, like, let's say the most extreme case, level 75 warrior with a level 1 monk. Right, exactly. Just because you set it as your sub-job doesn't mean that it's going to automatically level for you. It's going to be whatever your whatever that job level is. For example, you know, when I would power level you as, you know, level 2 white mage sub, you know, so uh, it, it that's definitely something to keep in mind as well. So you do have to go back and you do have to do the actual legwork of leveling that sub-job, which is good because then you'll know what it does. Which is also a good thing. Okay, so you got your you, now you got your sub job, and now you're ready because you've got these additional. Oh, you also get bonuses too. You know, any any natural bonuses, any job traits mm-hmm. that come along Your with natural statistic. Bonuses right? Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. You get those as well. They, those get tacked on. Yeah, I, I know that my strength uh, is very different between samurai and warrior. So, um, but uh, but now, you know, now you've got your sub job and you're ready to uh, to to finish out of dunes. Okay, um, but. But let's talk about party tactics. Let's talk about uh, the makeup of parties because it's not just these six jobs that you ha- that that you'll find in the dunes. Okay, there's there's twenty jobs in the game, and all of them at one point or another need to go through the dunes. So there is there are a lot of choices out there for how to arrange your party, and everyone's got to fit in somewhere. So let's talk about methods that you could use now i mean there there are so many different job combinations that you can have in a party of six people that it would be impossible to cover it all but let's just go over some general suggestions for making an effective party in a low level area you're gonna want there are really two key jobs uh the healer and the tank without them you usually don't have a low level party 
and the healers or anything from white mages, um, good red mages, or red mages with a little bit of support, and the tanks, um, usually paladins, warriors, and good nins, or ninjas, I should say. And then there are support type jobs that make everybody else uh, better, uh, like bards, they give you accuracy and attack bonuses, corsairs do similar, and then pretty much everything else is a damage dealing job, or DD for short, anything that swings a big weapon, shoots a bow, Makes all that go boom. <laughs> Black mages definitely are great DDs in the low levels. Black mages are in no way healers, though. Don't ask them. <laughs> Never ask them I, at low levels. It it, it it's happened. Uh, I it, you can make it work like a red mage and a and a black mage sub white mage. <laughs> but can, you will. can it can work. It can. I'm saying that it's possible. But you will have a black mage that will hate you forever. If you like blacklists, then I would say go for it. No, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. And it, but 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 seriously, yeah, tanks and healers are really going to be. And, and and I mean, really, you can you can say that about I don't know almost any level in the game. I think that tanks and healers are really going to be the central focus of, of your party because you know you need it, it, every, everything else is just kind of secondary. It just helps kill the mob faster. So you got uh, you got tanks, you got damage dealers, you got healers, and you got support. Um, I guess there's one other uh, function in a party that it's not all that well defined, and it's the puller, the guy that runs out, gets a mob's attention, and brings it back to the area where you're camped. And anybody with a ranged weapon usually can do this. Uh, thieves are usually notorious for being made to do it. Uh, rangers as well. Yeah, yep. definitely. Anything. I mean, you know, any ranged ranged ability because you want to get that. You know, you want to get the running start. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and corsairs and bards have been known to do it too. Yeah, mm-hmm. although although uh, typically at, at some later levels, uh, I know bards at least. Uh, bards are, are are really effective at pulling at later levels. But uh, okay, so what do you want to look for? You've got six spaces to fill. Okay, you got one tank. Got you got a healer. All right, those 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 are the two central pieces of your uh, of your party. All right, now let's assume that maybe you're one of those. Okay, you're may, you're either the tank or you're either the healer. Now, what are the four other spaces that you can fill uh, to to make an effective party? Because I mean, you don't necessarily want to go all DDs. That's true. You don't usually want all DDs there. Although you can, um, you can. can. Yeah, you probably want a support job. Those are usually viewed as the Red Mage, which in Feebled Monster, the a Corsair, which will give buffs to the party, and the Bard, which also gives buffs to the party. Um, I guess Dancer also has come out, and they're sort of a healer and an Enfeebler in one. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing about that, those extra spots. In the very beginning of the Dunes, you probably want someone that also has healing magic because things can go bad very quick and most mages just don't have the mp to keep going yeah definitely something something that you sometimes even loading it up with you know two white mages or something like that may may be a good idea if they're available you know if if you can find them or specifically seeking out a paladin since they have healing magic they can at least semi sustain themselves that can help although uh you know let's not hate on the ninjas here because ninjas have it real tough through the dunes i mean they really have it tough and and also 
also as you become more familiar with jobs and sub jobs of different types usually you can pick a job that will fulfill two different roles at once dancer for example as you said can heal buff and since you know they need tp they're also doing a little bit of damage at the same time Summoners are uh, another prime example. They use their avatars to do damage. They can buff, and you know they they can add some support healing too. Yeah, absolutely. Now, um, I, and 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 Eru, I know that you can attest to this. Money, money's kind of a big problem. Uh, it's tight. Yeah, money, money is tight uh, at these low levels, and uh, and there there are definitely some things that you want to do to try to make some money. And there are a couple of different routes that you can go. So uh, so dash. W- w- making money at low levels uh the simplest is probably farming which is killing a specific mob type or several mob types to get items to sell um this can be for crystals which is any mob that gives you x you can uh, a popular one would be beehive chips which uh, is used for a variety of uh, crafts it's so simple and it's such a consistent money maker. Um, everybody always needs these things. That's also a downside because there are a lot of people that do it. Yeah, it's true. But on the other side of that, uh, on the flip side of that, you can consume some of these beehive chips if you get into some crafting. Uh, indeed. Uh, that's what the crystals are primarily used for is crafting items. Um, there are eight, nine, ten different crafts. I forget. It's. I don't know. Let's see. Smithing, goldsmithing, woodworking, cloth craft, bone craft. Uh, I honestly can't say I care. Leather, alchemy. Yeah. Leather Fishing, craft, cooking, 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 cooking. And, 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 and alchemy. And, you know, yeah, alchemy too. At these earlier levels, you know, I mean, e- even at endgame, people have trouble doing these. So you might not necessarily be looking to get permanently into a craft at this point. But look up, you know, lower level crafts like uh, you mentioned uh, the grilled the grilled hair is something that mm-hmm. you know might be helpful that you could possibly sell or even desynthing. For example, if you're in uh, Windersh, you can use wind crystals to desynth Yagudo necklaces into grass thread, which you can then sell, and that doesn't require a very high skill level. Oh well, now let's give credit where credit is due. That that you can thank that one to Yudva. Because Yudva was the one that uh, okay. that came on here and uh, told us about that first. Still, so uh, knowledge. Yeah, yeah, just knowledge. <laughs> Thank you. Yudva. Knowledge is power. Um, but uh, but yeah, you, you, there there are a couple of different routes that you can go with crafting. Um, but uh, but you know, and a lot of times the the criticism against crafting is that um, it takes a it takes a, a considerable amount of investment to get into. Um, but I want to challenge that and say that if you know what kind of drops you're getting on a regular basis with mobs that you can farm easily, you can base your crafting around those items that mm-hmm. you are constantly getting oh, yeah. as drops. If you, if you can plan ahead, then it's a, then it's a great idea. And get, oh, yeah. And get a jump on the game. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and again, those crystals, just save them up because you'll end up using them if you're going to get serious about crafting. And you'll so, be getting those when you have Signet. Right. So you got, you've got two, uh, you know, two methods to go there. You can, you, know, you can farm and you can either use what you get and try to start crafting, or you can sell those consumables to people who are trying to, you know, get their crafting up either way you end up making money so those are two really great ways don't drop things you know just let them let, save them up wait until you get a sell stack. everything yep. that's, that's sell, what i always tell people. sell everything if it doesn't matter if, if it's it, to an yeah, npc ev- yeah even if you don't have a full stack go to an npc because it's all gill in your pocket 
uh, one thing you mentioned about not dropping things. Do not drop Beastman seals. Oh, ever, ever, yeah. ever, I, ever. I did that so much. There were so I dropped so many Beastman seals over my time playing this game, and I, I mean, I, I, it wasn't in, at least until my thirties or or so that I figured out what the hell Beastman seals do, or somebody explained it to me. When Ani introduced me to the game. He immediately stressed, you see those things called Beastman Seals, do not drop them. Do not drop them ever. I, I didn't understand until I started getting into the higher level things. Yeah, yeah. I remember shouting in Sandoria for a power level just saying that I would pay in Beastman Seals. <laughs> <laughs> until someone explained to me that they're rare X and you can't trade them. So... <laughs> <laughs> LOL. Yeah. Oh yeah. dear. That's funny. Okay, but but let, let's let's talk about what the Beastman seals can actually be used for. Now we've talked about BCNMs before, and uh, and I'm not sure if we've ever disf- defined what BCNM means. And for those of you that don't know, it stands for Burning, Burning Circle, Circle Notorious Monsters. Thank you, Sale. And um, <laughs> and uh, what what BCNMs do is they are an instance. They are a uh, there is there's a zone that you go into. You get your own zone. Uh, all of you know all your party, whoever, however it's very many you yeah. small and secluded. It's right. like a, a, an arena. Right. Yeah. Exactly. But it's your own instance. There aren't any other people that can come in after you. You can't take more than six people in. In most instances for BCNMs, um, but uh, but you take your party in and you've got. And objective, and it's usually to kill whatever mobs are at you know the center of this uh, of this zone that you're zoned into. Um, and and there are different tactics for different BCNMs. They all have their own unique tactic. There's usually some sort of trick to uh, to winning these fights because it's not just like going in and oh, there's like you know okay, there's like you know, three goblins here, and then it's just like killing goblins in in dunes. It's not like that. There's going to be uh, a trick to it. There's going to be a, a uh, strategy that that should be followed. Um, so so and and there are so many different BCNMs out there. But the nice part is is that they're capped. Um, is that you can do these starting? What's the lowest cap BCNM? Twenty. Yeah, yeah. You can start these at twenty. I mean, there you go. You're out of the dunes, and you can start using these beastman seals that you've been getting for I don't know, you know, for twenty levels, and uh, and and you can start using them and and making a, a, usually a considerable profit. You can make a lot of money doing BCs. Uh, go to YouTube. There's usually a lot of videos of people doing these uh, BCNMs, and they they teach you way more than reading everything you can about it speaking of bcnm videos you know i I thought this was kind of interesting i saw i i made a bcnm video once (laughs) and it just made its resurgence onto the under the boards i don't know how because i deleted it from from youtube i know i did i i I sat there and i watched it delete but somehow it's out there but if you want to see there's a bcnm 60 video of me doing grimshell shock troopers um, which is uh, six quad avs, and uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fun fight. I, I got that's where I got my uh, assault earring that I still use today. That I would love to replace with a brutal earring, but you know what? That's okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there there are a lot of BCNM videos out there. Definitely check them out. A lot. I mean, it, it, a lot of people make BCNM videos. You make BCNM. Videos. Yeah, I got a couple of them up there. Too. Steam Sprouts. Yeah, that's yep. one of them. Uh, Steam Sprouts. Uh, there, there's one for uh, a quest with the adventuring fellow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, um, Fazago. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Right. 
All right, so uh, so BCNMs, that's it's definitely a good way to keep in mind uh, on how to make money. And again, you can start those real real early. Um, so uh, if you can, if you find a good group of people, do it. There's you got nothing to lose. And uh, uh, you know something that we forgot, uh, and, and it kind of goes along with crafting, sort of, um, is uh, is the acronym HELM, which is H E L M. It stands for Harvesting Excavation. Mining and logging. Now, this is something I don't know any about anything about. I have never tried any of it. So, uh, so, so, Dash, uh, what do you know about uh, about the different different versions of, uh, I, I guess, harvesting? You could call it down to the very basics. There's there are these points in certain areas where if you trade a certain tool, you might get items. With harvesting, you need a sickle. With excavation mining, you need pickaxes uh with logging you need hatchets and usually in a forest there are some logging points in caves there are mining points it's uh they're not everywhere right it's dependent on 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 what your surroundings are kind of like yeah what happens is you take your tool to this point you trade it and you'll go through an animation and one of four things will happen you'll get nothing you'll get nothing and break your tool uh, you'll get something, or you'll get something and break your tool. So you do need to go out there with more than one of these these tools. Now, what do they usually stack to? Most 12. Well, 12. like most other things. I was hoping for 99 myself. But, uh, yeah, me too. Yeah. Well, I guess can't you can't. Yeah, 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 I guess, I guess you can't get... It can't be too easy. So, okay, all right. So, um... Uh, you can, for for lack of a better word, we can we can call all this harvesting or helm or whatever the hell. Um, and uh, and and through this, you can uh, you can get quite a few different things. What what, are, what what's going to be the majority of, of what you're going to be getting out of this? Um, most of it's crafting items. I mean, you're not going to go mine up a sword mm-hmm. unless right. it's like a beastman sword. Actually, beastman armor it comes from mining mostly. Uh, if you're harvesting. You're going to get mostly cloth craft and cooking items. Mm-hmm. Excavation is bone crafting. Uh, logging is obviously woodworking. And uh, mining is goldsmithing and smithing, and which is my personal favorite. Now, Helm, these aren't actual skills, are they? There's been rumors that there's hidden skills, but for argument's sake, no. There is no skill to it. You can go out and do this at any level any level you can do it and survive at least so now i mean i mean you know really the more you do it i mean does it increase the chance of what you can get does it increase the the rarity of some i mean like is there an increased chance of getting rare items is there you know what's what's the advantage to to doing this or or does it does it not matter does it only matter to find the 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 point and then have the correct tool uh, it's really just the point and the tool. Uh, I've never, you know, in all my time mining, I haven't really noticed a difference toward the end that I get rarer items or better stuff. Uh, the only thing that does affect this is there's a set of gear um, designed to in- improve, uh, that's the actual word they use, is improves harvesting, mining, logging, excavation results. And mm-hmm. what that does is it doesn't actually give you better stuff or at least that's not never been proven right it does cause you to break less tools and that is immediately noticeable uh as soon as i got that set i probably broke half as many tools oh okay great 
Well, that's that's definitely a help. And and uh, now with what you get from doing Helm, uh, what kind of profits are you going to be able to wreak? Or, or or is this something that you really want to have a craft established before you get into one of these? It's a little bit of both. Uh, it's good to have a craft, usually uh, several crafts. Um, I'll use mining as an example. You probably want smithing and goldsmithing somewhere in the 20s range. That way, all the common ores that you get, like iron ore, copper ore, you can just synth those up and save a lot of space while retaining money and not just throwing them away. And then once you pull out that big money ore, like a gold ore or a platinum ore, or even the the, the biggest of the big is the chroma ore, Mm -hmm. you can then save those and sell those because you don't have the skill to process them yourself. So, and those those can land you some pretty big bucks too. Oh yes, I like to think of it as uh, farming and NM camping at the same time because you just never really know what you're going to get. There you go. Now speaking of NMs, here's another way that you could possibly make some money is by doing NMs. Now uh, the lower level ones, a lot of the lower level ones, have, their drops have been changed to rare exclusive drops. Leaping Lizzie being uh, a prime example of that. Velcrum Emperor being another one. But there are still uh, there are still drops out there that, that sell for very high amounts of money that low level players can kill. Um, I think the one that comes immediately to mind is the Rabbit Charm NM. Uh, um, Jaggedy Ear Jack. There you go, Jaggedy Ear Jack out in uh, Ron Fair. So, um, uh, what are what are some NMs that uh, would be worth camping uh, to a low level player? Not necessarily a player who's in the dunes, but like you know, say one through thirty. That's actually a fairly tough question because a lot of the low level ones that, well, like Jaggedy Ear Jack, his drop is worth quite a bit. But good luck. Yeah, good luck getting, getting <laughs> claim. Or, or getting the drop too, because yeah, the drop rate is, drop. is is really bad. But um, well, I, w- I shouldn't say really bad. I should say really low. Uh, but uh, but there are NMs that you can go out and kill, and 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 even for rare X gear. Um, because because you know something like bounding boots, uh, the first or second time through at those low levels, you can. I mean, once you get bounding boots, you can definitely see a notice, noticeable difference in your performance, especially if you're a job like thief that relies heavily on the on the decks and agility. Um, so uh, you know there there are got to be others out there besides you know Jaggedy or Jack and Leaping Lizzie and Spiny, there's spiny Speed. Yep, yep, Spiny Speed Speed. There's another one. Uh, yep, yeah, there's. Uh a classic was Spook down in King Rampier's tomb. Mm-hmm. He drops the Traveler's Map. He's not technically an NM, I don't think, but he does have a specific drop. Um, there are a couple other NMs down there that are also fairly low level. There's, you know, like Leaping Lizzie, which is just a great way to save money. That way you don't want to, you don't feel like buying Leaping Boots, which are the non-Rare EX version. Right. And the ones that cost you an arm, leg, and soul. Yeah. Like you said, there are a lot of gear, low-level gear, that's rare X, which, as a result, you're not going to know about at lower levels, but could really help you out. One thing I do when researching gear for lower-level jobs, head to ffexcyclopedia.org, look up a specific gear slot, and they list from levels 1 all the way up to 75, 
every single piece of gear. Yep. So you just follow it on the list looking for something you need. Like uh, for Beast, there's uh, a fasting ring, which is rare X, drops from a poppable monster in Taranji Canyon, gives uh, MP plus 10 and strength plus 1. So there's all kinds of neat little gear like that. So you just have to do a little bit of research. Absolutely. So there's some ways to get you started, some NMs to get you started. Definitely take a look at uh, some kind of uh, NM list out there and what drops, and uh, you, you'll you'll figure out where you know uh, what what's worth your time and what's what's not. The other thing is is that if you're going to camp an NM, be prepared to to, to be spending a <laughs> large amount of time uh, doing it. Sometimes the windows are very large. A lot of times you'll have competition. Be patient. Right and and you know don't get don't get too upset at the other people that are out there trying to camp it. They're just trying to you Do know the same thing you are. Oh yeah, they're just trying to they're just trying to get it just like you. So uh, so just be patient and and you know it, it, it'll pay off. It'll definitely pay off. Patience plays off in the NM game, which is why I cannot camp NMs for the <laughs> life of me. I was quite proud of myself when I camped Leaping Lizzie. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, Leaping Lizzie. And I got the drop too. <laughs> Congrats. Oh, Lizzie. Why you be? Why why you be? (laughs) Okay. My standing with that mob was one of four. Ha! So, um, so uh, moving off of NMs, and uh, and and we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up here pretty soon uh, with uh, with the quote unquote newbie episode, but the low level episode. I don't like calling it the new uh, the starter episode. Yeah, the starter episode. Yeah, yeah. That's much better than yeah. saying those other things. Yeah. So uh, moving off of NMs, and uh, and and you know now you you know you're gonna get some money now. You got you got ways to make money. You got some ideas as to what you're going to be expecting here you know at the at the very beginning of the game um what's some general advice and i think that this is something that we can pose to everyone including the interns but what are some general advice for low level players dash would you like to start i guess the one piece of advice that sort of separates the good players from the bad players is just paying attention looking out you know being aware of your surroundings and what you and other people are doing Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know what? My my piece of advice is going to piggyback that communication. I think, especially at low levels, communication is something that's very important. And on that same note, just talk to as many people as you want. Be open. Be friendly. You'll make lasting friendships, and you might find LSs that will bring you friends that can help you with anything under the sun, mm-hmm. as long as you ask. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just don't give up. These initial levels are a grind. It's going to test your patience. But hang in there. It gets better. Absolutely. Uh, I'm going to have to disagree with you guys a little bit. And my advice is cheat, steal, lie, and backstab as much as you can and as fast as you can and work your way to the top. Because then, you know who's going to be the LS leader? That'll be fine. All right. uh, Don't do any of that. That's a... Bad idea. Yeah, that's, that's a uh, that was also a bad, a bad uh, no, no. attempt at being um, the negative influence. Uh, negative, no. Uh, really, actually, uh, a, a really handy tool when you're looking for help and it doesn't seem like anybody around you is willing to provide is the mentor search. You'll see little people with little icons next to the name with M. Now, they're not necessarily there to do things for you. 
But in most cases, you know, they they'll give you an, for some friendly advice. They'll help you through things. They've seen the ropes. So yeah, if somebody has you know. a mentor flag up, and uh, and and that, that usually means that they're going to be willing to help out, uh, at least providing you information that you may not have. Mm-hmm. Um, again, they're you know they're not there to to be your your you know, yeah. your servants or anything. What, you know, you can't you... rely on them. But it, they're a good source of help and information. Whatever you do, just don't turn to one of those people. You know, one of those newer players who thinks that because we're higher levels and we've had help getting there, that we owe you. Yeah, don't yeah, become and, one of uh, we because nobody nobody owes you anything really. Yeah, um, we don't know you, we don't owe you. <laughs> right, exactly. Juxta, I've got I've got a good one. Uh, oh I, boy! What I suggest is the early levels. It can be like a pain to like go level up all your jobs and your sub jobs and stuff. But my advice is just don't get discouraged. Like you might die once, but you know just get back in the treadmill once or m- multiple times in one sitting. But the point is, don't like get discouraged. Vanadiel is a big place, and it's a lot of discovery. So make the journey worthwhile. Yeah, Iru's famous for his XP loss. I know that. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get discouraged, Juxta. Is, I'm, is, I'm isn't, giving a isn't, di- isn't the isn't the pot calling the kettle black right now? I think I think that you went to bed crying last night because you didn't get a party all day. Then 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 he gets on this morning, gets three invites within the first five minutes, and is throwing stuff around because it was ridiculous that he gets party invites today but didn't get them yesterday. 30, 30 seconds within each other, actually, not five minutes, thirty seconds. Yeah, but do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> Fair enough. Hero. Uh, I actually have two pieces of advice. All right. Uh, one, farming, it's not the funnest thing. You want to be doing it as little as you possibly can. Farm mobs that drop multiple high selling items. Uh, a really good spot to do that is the fumaroles in uh, South Gustaberg. Man eating hornets drop both beehive chips and pots of honey. Um, recently, I know chips, uh, at least on Odin, are selling. 4K pots of honey, 4.5. And there you go. That's like 10K right there. That'll cover you from like now. And uh, my other piece (laughs) of advice is to uh, warriors in the dunes, um, definitely understand the subtleties of what spamming provoke means. (laughs) (laughs) If you see someone running up who is your puller, Voke that mob off of him or her. If if you have a mob heading towards your mages, voke the mob. If you have a tank who's getting low on HP, voke the hate off of that tank. If it's not looking at you, voke. Yeah, that's if you're a warrior. If you're anything else, uh, yeah. Don't yeah, just spam. make sure. Don't run around. <laughs> no, there's, mages, there's yeah, don't, don't run. run. Yeah, don't run around. Please, please, please. Mages, no running. Yeah, don't don't stay. Yeah, don't panic. Don't panic if you have if you have you know dying dying don't. in Vanadil is is less of an issue than it is when you're not in Vanadil because there's this wonderful thing. It's called a raise. Okay, it's okay. It's just XP. That's that's what it comes down to. If you die, it's just XP. That's all. That's all. So don't get too upset about it. And the last piece of advice that I have. You're going to die a lot. Get used to it. 
Um, now we really we wanted to take a look at uh, at the advanced jobs of the game um, and and exactly what role they're going to be playing as you level because you're not just going to see these six these six jobs uh, through the dunes. You're going to be seeing all twenty of them, and you should know what they do. Um, but unfortunately, we're running really low on time. But a really really great resource for you to check out. We mentioned it at the beginning is uh, Square Enix's new player's guide. They will go through all of the advanced jobs, all of the uh, almost all of the jobs in the game to explain what they do and what their roles are. So definitely make sure to take time, check that out, and uh, you'll you'll be golden as to exactly what all of the jobs are going to be doing and what positions they can fill inside a party. Um, and this will be invaluable information to you for the rest of the game. You, it's something that you need to know and you need to get acclimated to. Uh, so uh, definitely, definitely check that out. And I think that wraps it up uh, for our our beginner's guide, our beginner's LBR guide. Dash Knocker, I, I have to thank you for coming on. Uh, you know, you always give give such great tips and such great information on Voices of Vonadil. Uh, it was great to have you on. So uh, thank you, Dash. Uh, you've you've really helped us out and lead us through here uh, the the beginning levels. And I uh, can't thank you enough for coming on. Uh, less than three. <laughs> How cute! All right, so uh, I think it's I think it's just about that time now. Uh, okay, Wings of the Goddess was released between uh, uh, between our uh, our you know our uh, fan fest wrap up and uh, this show, um, and with it there have come some additions. Obviously, we've talked about campaign. Nobody else wants to hear it anymore. Yeah. So, um, but but there are some things. I know. Look, I, I see that look on your face. I know what you want to talk about. Uh, we we don't. We are running so I can low. Save it. We can running. I'll save it. But running next so show, right time. at the beginning. Right at the beginning. We, I get it. You know what? We're gonna. We're, we're, there's gonna be a lot of uh, a lot of stuff to cover. A lot of ground to cover on uh, on Wings of the Goddess. Um, I can tell you this: it won't be a discussion. It will be like a 45 minute second. 45 second explanation listening to and then we can move minutes. on all right all right so um so next episode look forward to that accomplice <laughs> wait, wait, spoilers. Wait, no spoilers yeah. there yeah. none at all there you go um but uh but you know uh there there has been a lot of additions to the game um you know that, that we do need to discuss uh this the the update that preceded the expansion i it was definitely a big update um uh, again thief getting some love beastmaster getting some love in there samurais getting some not love <laughs> getting some uh, discipline yeah um so so a lot you know there is a lot to talk about there and unfortunately we don't have time to cover it we might you might see a limit breaking news on it you might not um but uh but definitely there, there have been some additions and you know again we we've been so far behind on on work and everything like that that uh, at this point we're just trying to play catch up so and uh, and before you bombard our emails and the forums with we want wings of the goddess show we want dance show we want, we want scholar show we'll tell you right now it'll be a little while yeah there's still a lot to dig uh, again yeah you know uh 
There's a lot of new stuff out there. Of course, you know, Dancer and Scholar, we're, we're going to need to have episodes on those. But um, as Kahlo said, we're going to wait for a little bit. We need these jobs to, to pan out and to really see what kind of scope they're going to be used in as far as, like, endgame activities, stuff like that. And, and there's just not that many people up there at 75 yet. There are people at 75. But they're there were, few and far between. They, they, they very much are. Um, so uh, we're, we're going to take some time. We're going to let the community decide you know what what the the placement of the jobs is going to be what the effectiveness of the jobs is going to be plus we're you know that we're going to see some updates here in, in a little bit to to change the uh the you know the usefulness and uh and and other such things that are you know come along with the new two new jobs so there's going to be some more uh, adjusting in the future i i can almost guarantee it Not i mean there was there was with you know corsair and blue mage and puppet master so there's bound to be some for uh for scholar and dance as well. And it's not just going to be those jobs. You know that even the jobs that we've come to know and love inside, outside, on the back of our hands and on, on Oh, of our course, foreheads. yeah. You know, we we, uh, we covered some of those upcoming uh, uh, possible changes uh, with the with the FanFest show. So, um, yeah, of, of course, those, are gonna those yeah, to we're going to be looking at uh, at some stuff for uh, the, the existing jobs in the future as well. So uh, I think it's that uh, I think it's that time to check out emails. Our email today comes from Necris of the Gilgamesh server. He is a level 59 beast. He says, I am somewhat new to the game. I just started playing about four months ago and have been grinding my way to 75 with beast ever since. I have a quick question that I hope you can answer. I've noticed that some jobs can use certain equipment and or weapons, but you have no skill in them. For instance, blue mages can use shields, yet if you check the combat skills, they don't have a skill level to check your shield skill. Also, Beastmaster can use bows but have no archery skill. How does that work? Does the game just keep your skill level at one no matter what you do? Also, I really love the show, and I listen to them over and over again until the next one is posted. I really appreciate what you guys are doing, and have happy holidays. Oh, well, that was, uh, that was quite nice. <laughs> On the subject of the skills, you'll notice that in most of these cases, uh, the you know three that come to my mind are the ones you said, the shield skill for blue, the bows for Beastmaster and uh, Red Mage, for example, I think it's Red Mage doesn't have a staff skill, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you're not using you know bows to do damage with Beastmaster. You're using them to pull. Right. You're not using the staffs to to go out and hit things with Red Mage. You're using them for their their bonuses, which is the same with Blue Mage. You might not be able to block very well with a shield like uh, like like Genbu's shield. Right. But that negative ten damage reduction. It, is still good, or the evasion on the shield that Iru mentioned right, still yeah. goes into it, even if you're not applying a skill to it. Absolutely, and that applies to uh, to ranged weapons as well. Uh, you know, bomb core being a, a really uh, a noticeable example of that. But uh, any any kind of ranged weapon, uh, bows included, on uh, the the bonuses that you get from those pieces of equipment are there no matter if you use them or not. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, I think that wraps it up for emails. Uh, why don't we take a look at the Adventurer of the Week? This week's nomination comes from LaFay from the Shiva server. She says, I nominated All-Star for Adventurer of the Week because within only two days of knowing him, he has helped me acquire three pieces of my Red Mage AF gear and three avatars for my summoner. Wow. Not only is he going to help me get the rest of my Red Mage AF gear, but he has also offered to help me fight the rest of the avatars all the way up to Fenrir. I give out a huge thanks to All-Star and not only having a huge heart, but also being my first new friend on my migration to Shiva. Personal shout out to her best friend, Kleineria of the Shiva server. You rock, man. Great. Well, uh, that's that's a great 
Animated Adventure of the Week. And that's a lot, that's a lot in two days. I know, that's more than I do for Juxta. <laughs> you got me my my AF. Yeah, but you kind of... We're not going to talk about that. He owed me. Um... <laughs> Moving I don't want to know. <laughs> Neither do I. I really do. Do not want to know. Okay, I think it's uh, I think it's that time in the show where it is time to check out our voices of Von Deal mailbox. Voices of Von Deal. Hey, my name is Shintaru. I'm from Odin Server. Just want to give a shout out to everybody on Odin. Thanks for making it such a great server. I want to give a shout out to Augetland. I needed help from him to do quests. Uh, Sael, shout out to you. I've seen you around Odin. Callow, you've helped me out actually a couple times. I want to give a shout out to people who no longer play anymore. Millie and uh, Vagan. like to let everybody at Limit Break Radio know that you guys' podcast even reaches the troops out here in Iraq. I listen every chance I get. And every time I get the opportunity to play Final Fantasy XI, I do. But sometimes it's just a little bit harder than other times. We're glad that uh, we're glad that somebody finally did something to make Final Fantasy XI more interesting. Uh, I just wanted to say, have fun. The show's great. Take it easy. Hey, this is Sherwin Wolf from from the Pandemonium server. Was calling to say, uh, you know, thank you guys for all the episodes. Uh, definitely helped me out a lot. Uh, keep on, uh, keep on making up with these episodes. Uh, they're helping tons of players, all from new players to veteran players. Out of that, see us. Hello, this is Edwin, and whatever, whatever. POV's here as well. But we just wanted to say we want another Simply Juxta episode because without Juxta, it's simply not enough. So, thank you. Thank you. You said absolutely nothing, by the way. Whatever. What's up? I'm Harf Midgar Somer. At C Axis, Clear G5. And Ding, Blue Mage 72, and Discernment freaking owns! Yeah! Hi, Limit Break Radio. This is Anolio from the server server. Um, I kind of wanted to share a story that uh, Nero kind of reminded me of. I was in a party in Otragon in the uh, thickets, and. Well, let's just say the paladin did the uh, paladin did the exact same to me and asked who, for me to tank. And I, being a uh, samurai slash dragoon, which is by far, far a very good job, even though people say differently, <laughs> he asked me to tank for about ten minutes. So I, I kind of said no every time he kept asking, and finally I just told him, "Well, let's see. I'm a samurai, I'm supposed to be a DD." when you could just ask the ninja in the party to tank or maybe flip the tank he said no i'm too lazy and so pretty much it was ended up being me tanking because the ninja didn't want to do it either so uh, yeah that's my story and i want to give a shout out to everyone from toxic anarchy on the server server thanks lemonberg radio <laughs> All right, so uh, so I think that wraps it up for this week, or not this week. I, I, what do I, I? I always end up saying that wrapping it up for this week, and yet we it's more like a decade. <laughs> we haven't put out weekly shows in I don't know how long. So. <laughs>
That's it for this amount of time that we. I don't know if anyone else ever noticed that or if it was just me, but I keep I keep saying week, and it's clearly it is it is clearly not a week. I don't pay that much attention to. Yeah, I think it's I think that's it for this episode. Dash again, I want to thank you for coming on and hanging out with us and uh, and talking. uh, uh, You know all of the uh, the new stuff. This can be a daunting task to go through um, because everyone's you know everyone's got to do it, and uh, and and you know what. we really hope that that it helps uh you know it, these these players that are just coming into Von and deal and uh, and just getting kind of acclimated to the world um uh, we, we want you to stick around so uh so we we've you know dash you've provided some really great base knowledge and information and uh i and there's your reason man and so uh yeah thank you very much dash thanks for having me it was a joy being on here <laughs> yeah I think that's it for this episode uh, uh, make sure you uh, check out our website www.limitbreakradio.com we've got the forums going up there uh, uh, the forums are expanding we, we we just went through another update on the forums uh, you can uh, you can list like you know what uh, what missions you're on and it'll it'll display under your character information big thanks to zero big shout out to zero for that and uh, we, we now have some sub forums uh, job discussions got some new stuff going on uh, we, we played around with a couple of different ideas, uh, but uh, but Kitten was the one that ended up suggesting the one that we ended up going with. But our job forums are now divided by what the function of the job that you're playing is going to be, whatever that job is. If you've got a white mage that wants to DD, we post in the DD forum. So uh, definitely make sure to check that out. We've also got individual server forums, so uh, definitely check that out. Uh, we've got some more new stuff that's going to be coming in the, in the near future. Uh, we Hopefully, we're going to get a small site redesign, uh, some some better functionality out of the site, and uh, and 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 if you have any suggestions, there's a current topic going in the general discussion thread as to what you'd like to see change about Limit Break Radio in the future. So definitely toss your two cents in there. We really want to hear what you guys want for the future to make LBR the best that it can possibly be for you. Um, so uh, definitely check that out, LimitBreakRadio.com. Uh, it, it, yeah, that's that's really about it. Uh, I've seen a lax in emails recently. We have emails. Give us a give us a shout. I, yeah. I, I get kind of you know yeah, put down when I, I check the email and we have none. Yeah, so. the, we, we we haven't been getting as as much email, but you know we we love to hear it. If you guys you know uh, want to share stories, whatever, uh, definitely uh, make sure to send us email hosts at limitbreakradio.com. Uh, but we can all be re- be reached through our own individual emails. Iru, I'm sure that'll get you an email address eventually. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, I has email. Yeah, yeah, you I've do have emails. emails. Oh, okay, I've got emails. Really? Do you do you do you get emails? I in do your... get emails. No, but they're not for you guys. No. They're for simply juxta. <laughs> I don't care. Oh joy! I've <laughs> never gotten emails, believe it or not. Um, but uh, but also uh, voices of Vana Deal. Make sure uh, you can uh, participate in that. Uh, all you need is Skype and a microphone. Uh, just call up the Limit Break Radio. It's it's that's the username, the Skype username, Limit Break Radio. You'll get our uh, mailbox, our voice mailbox, and uh, leave us a message. So I think what we're going to start doing now is we're going to start setting topics for Voices of Deal that you can call up and comment on. You don't have to. You can leave whatever you want. It'll always get to us. But we think that this would be a little bit more engaging. And so uh, so we want to set topics for it that you guys can uh, can discuss and comment on. And so here's our first topic. Um, with the Wings of the Goddess expansion, we've got this new campaign mode. 
And some people love it, some people hate it. So we want to know what your thoughts on it are. What do you like? What don't you like? What do you think could be improved about the system? Because there's going to be a lot more that's coming out with it. What would you like to see for it in the future? Uh, what are Basically, just what are your thoughts? And, uh, and we want to hear it. Make sure you do that. Voices of Vana Deal. And uh, we'll be answering that question uh, next show, I guess. So, uh, so definitely make sure to check that out. I think that's it for this episode. Uh, it, uh, yeah, I'm Aniro. Keep listening. And I'm Kahlo. I'm Sale, enjoying the breaking of all my bonds. And I'm Funkmaster Dash, Rooster Shade. <laughs> Whatever that means. All right. <laughs> And I'm juxtaposition, kicking it from the back. What? Back of the party? I'm in the way back. Arrow? Whatever. I'm Arrow Fallon, and I'm selling all my gear for woozy shrooms. <laughs> I'm Arrow. Uh, the Kindred were just led into Pashaw by Shadow Eye. No! This cannot stand! It's campaign time! Go! For the Cobras! Cobra! Come on, it's all about the fighting force! Fantasy Tetramaster and Vanadilla registered trademarks of Square Enix. Square Enix and Play Online are trademarks of Square Enix. Limit Break and its hosts are solely responsible for its content. Stop fighting forth! Stop fighting forth! Stop fighting forth! Stop fighting forth!